Hey, yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Lex James. And this is your boy, Mikey Bravo, and you're listening to The Wrestling High. And on this show, we'll keep you up to date on all things WWE and AEW, whether it's good, bad, or just completely shit. We're also going to be hitting you with all the rumors and hot topics all throughout the world of pro wrestling. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore wrestling underscore high. Do it. guys welcome back to the wrestling high i'm lex james your host uh mikey bravo is going to be absent today because uh he's a little under the weather his voice hasn't really been cooperating with him last couple weeks so we had originally promised to be a three-man booth for this episode but it's just turned right back into a two-man booth i do have anthony drayton here what's going down y'all you know returning from the war games Mike's going to be missed, but the show must go on. Hopefully, we can get him back on the next episode. Hopefully, he's feeling better after this. But, yeah, we got the Royal Rumble. Highs and lows. This is a show that we have all been waiting for. It's the all-star been, game. Yeah. I mean, especially since last year's Royal Rumble was, like, as underwhelming as it possibly gets. <laughs> you know, like, and, and here's the thing. I know, you know, you and I were talking about how, you know, predictable the outcome uh, was to most of these matches, if not all of them, especially the Royal Rumble winners. And, you know, I have an issue. I don't have too much of an issue with predictability as long as how you get there makes sense mm-hmm. and it's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Last year, to me, you know, Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, all that shit to me was kind of predictable, but how we got there was terrible. Yeah. It was boring. I, I, I pretty much, you know, co-sign everything that we're saying. So with Ronda Rousey, you talk about someone who arrived at a party that she wasn't necessarily invited to. Pretty okay? much. Like, she just kind of crashed a party. Nobody was happy to see her. She, you know, got her party, her bag, and she, she went home. Um, this particular Royal Rumble, glad we didn't necessarily need to see her. I'm a big Ronda Rousey component. We'll get to that. But I just think that this Royal Rumble all around was a lot better, you know, thought about. It wasn't just some... Uh, some Lone Ranger, no Shane McMahon, just sabotaging it. There's nothing. There was nothing crazy <laughs> that you know. Although things were kind of foreseen in the stars that we already seen going on, this was still very, you know, like you said, thought about and booked. Yeah, I liked it. Um, we start off with the men's Royal Rumble, and I honestly cannot remember a Royal Rumble show starting off with the men's. Right. Unless I'm surprised, motherfuckers, for real. Unless That's I'm right. forgetting something. Um, I know there have been. Since, you know, since they've been doing the two Rumbles, the men's and the women's, I do know Mm -hmm. the women's one, the very first women's Rumble main evented that show. So I think the men's one might have been the first Rumble shown, but it wasn't the first match. No. So this is the first time I think the Rumble, to my knowledge, started out with the actual Rumble. That was such a great surprise. And the way that we even started off the show, I mean, can we dive right into the We were diving right in, man. I (laughs) mean, entrant number one. Well, first of all, before we even get to the entrance. Mr. McAfee, welcome back, if you will. My man. And Michael Cole looked like he was, I don't think anybody was happier than Michael Cole. He creamed himself a little bit. He creamed. He creamed in his pants. And, uh, you know, Michael Cole, who I've been blocked on Twitter by, by the way, uh, once upon a time, you know. I I did I called him a Cena dick rider. It was a day that he wow. was just kind of he was I was like, well, "Don't you get Cena's nuts?" That's a story enough time. But nonetheless, having wow. Pat McAfee back and then seeing the enthuse over the, this happiness, I haven't you don't see Michael Cole that happy 
unless he's with Pat McAfee. Like, you really don't. Like, he branches out into a whole different person. And when that, oh, 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 oh started to hit, I, I marked out and so did He got a huge else. pop. Huge pop. And you know what? I was kind of expecting him to be a surprise entrant, and I don't think anybody would have had an issue with that. Yeah, either way, if he was in the Rumble but itself. Yeah. I like this better because. Because now comment, he's more. Frequent. Right, because yeah. at least we would it would have just been he gets eliminated and that's and it. That's Unless it. he comes back, but I, I doubt <laughs> right. he would. So, and it's funny too because Corey Graves sold the jealousy perfectly. Yeah, yeah, he which, made it a little back. Which, little... Hear me out. Good. WrestleMania idea: McAfee and Graves one on one. Winner over, calls who the rest of the. Who goes over in that one? I don't. I know. think you go with uh, McAfee. Uh, McAfee goes over here, and this is a stipulation: the winner calls the rest of the card. Absolutely. So McAfee has to win that. Sorry, winner Graves. stays on SmackDown. Well, yeah, Pat McAfee. So, got it. Yeah, but oh, either crazy. way, Pat McAfee coming back was a nice surprise. And you know what? I, I kind of had a feeling just because like college game day had been done all month. Yeah, so, yeah, should have been college free. football season's over. Like he's just kind of been doing the show, which by the way is is awesome. Right, anything uh, he yeah, does, it's yeah, highly entertaining. Yeah, so I'm just glad he's back. Yeah, McAfee yeah. coming back was like the that first backhanded punter remark. Was, you know, something that Corey Graves said. He said something about you know it's like almost oh, about being a punter on a Super Bowl winning team and just still getting your ring. <laughs> And then Pat, like, who is rarely kind of taken aback, was like, whoa, whoa that hate her much? And then he kind of just went on about his business. Don't know if it was, if that was a real shoot. Don't know if this is like you kind of said, we're foreseeing something bigger in the works that we're talking about a Mania match. It's not the first time that these two have teased, like, you know, I, and I don't take the tension that they tease in the series. <laughs> I feel like it's just, you know, harmless. We're, yeah, we're micromanaging. But yeah. I would love to see, I mean, <laughs> now that Corey Graves is apparently cleared to wrestle again and has been for, what, at least a year, I think that happened, right? Because he had, you know, had to miss time because of his concussions, and which is why, you know, he's been, you know, made into a commentator over the last mm-hmm. 10 years. And he was good. He was good. It's just McAfee came along and completely outshined him. Outshined him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's something I'd like to see. McAfee and Corey Graves. Why the hell not? Winner gets to call the rest of the card. <laughs> First match, night one. Um, so let's jump right into the men's rumble like they did. Number one is Gunther. Number two is Sheamus. You've got to be kidding me. <coughs> the Gunth. The big Gunth, like our, our, our friend Mikey Bravo likes to you know, big call gunt. The big Gunth. You know, when he came in, like, in, with Imperium, first of all, I didn't know if it was going to be him or if it was going to be, like, you know, what's the other cat's name? Uh, Giovanni, Giovanni Vinci or, or the Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. Didn't know if any oh, of the other Kaiser. Nazis would be involved. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, the lead Nazi, you know, the lead Nazi was involved. So, like, seeing Gunther uh, come in was, was awesome. Gunther's Australian. Austrian. 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 That's still, you know, so, has... so was Hitler. But go ahead. All right. Anyway. <laughs> So Gunther and Sheamus, we pick up practically where we left off from their classic at Clash at the Castle. And maybe they're, you know, teasing that they're not quite done. And if you heard my idea a couple weeks ago, you know, I'll touch on that in a little bit. I'll touch on that in a little bit because Love they it. damn sure teased it. So yeah. we get some hard-hitting chops like we always do from Sheamus and Gunther. The Miz comes out at number three and he delays going in as he usually mm. does, playing the chicken shit heel. Uh, Kofi Kingston in at number four. Johnny Gargano went at number five. Miz becomes the first eliminated. Um, who was it that eliminated him? Was it Gunther or... I thought it was see. Kieran... Didn't Kieran Cross come in and did that? No, Cross wasn't in yet. Okay. I think it was Sheamus. Sheamus got him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So Miz was the first eliminated. It so, was a pretty full ring before we got our first eliminated. Yeah, yeah, and then there was an elimination for a little while. Number six was Xavier. Um, and I got to say... Before, I, I'm yeah, officially like, tired of the new day. Yeah, let's wait until like we have Kofi in here before we. Well, Kofi like, is. Oh, Kofi Kofi's is. Kofi's in. Yeah, He's in. I'm, so I second that. I'm officially tired of the new day and their and their shit. 
Uh, I just think that like now they are uh, being a parody of themselves. They're wasting everybody's time. They're wasting their time. And like uh, you go from being the longest reigning tag team champions of all time, headlining WrestleMania, or excuse me, hosting WrestleMania, being like the the biggest needle mover as far as marketing and and merchandise to literally turning each other into a 69 puppet and and, and clapping each other's cheeks. Yeah, like, like, I, I wasn't enthused about that. Look, it, it, I, I had no idea they were going this route. I mean, I guess I should have after that NXT deadline. Yes, horseshit yes, so. that kind of force shadowed but, what they so, were going to be about. You know, they, they have the spot where the tag partners, you know, they clear the <laughs> ring. And everybody's on the ground, and clearly, you know, because it defies logic to beat on somebody who's already on the ground rather than your tag partner who's still standing. So I was like, all right, I guess we're going to fight. They could have easily stomped out on each other. Like, they could have stomped out all the other guys who were laying on the ground. Like, you, we that we were specifically upset about you that. You could have teamed up on Gargano yeah. and dumped him over yeah. the ring. <sighs> that pipsqueak. Which didn't happen for, like, another half hour, seemingly. <laughs> Um, yeah, fucking The, the performance of a lifetime. But Johnny instead, fucking wrestling. Instead, God, Kofi and, um, and Xavier decide to, like, what, what is the position they even got themselves in? Know. Like a wheelbarrow yeah. position? And they started to smack each other's asses in the middle of the ring. Like and they bongo drums. The- they treated each other's asses like bongo drums. And then they smiled and, and laughed and, and, and wanted everyone to smile and laugh with them. And they kind of well, did. That's the thing. They did. They did. And that's where we're at as a society. And look. I get on the Young Bucks for this shit. Yeah, they get that I, the same. New day, smoke. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. Absolutely. It, you know, Kofi's a former WWE champion. <laughs> come on with this. Uh, shit. Enough of that. Enough. Uh, it's just goddamn. I was almost hoping that somebody would come in and then just like just maybe just assault both of them just terribly, but or Biggie would come out and then maybe turn know, on them. Turn on them. But Great. No, no, those things. Um, Chad Gable out at number eight. Drew McIntyre at number nine. So we got McIntyre in there. Um, did I did I mention Karrion Cross? Oh no, I didn't. I missed Karrion Cross. Yeah, Karrion and he Scarlett came in at number seven with his fine ass wife. Right. So, all right. Let me backtrack a little bit here. I was yeah. jumping ahead without realizing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Xavier came out and you know helped Kofi play with each other's ass cheeks. We saw that. Karrion Cross came out at number seven. Number eight was Chad Gable. Nine was Drew McIntyre. And this is probably why I forgot about Karrion Cross because mm-hmm. he was immediately eliminated when McIntyre got in. I think he got claymore over the top. So Cross is the second elimination. What are we doing with Karrion Cross? Not much besides just letting him grow a terrible haircut that just looks more and more douchey by the Okay, day. so the hair. It, the hair itself is not terrible. It just probably doesn't belong on a heel <laughs> character that Karrion Cross is trying to portray. There's a guy, look. He looks like a million bucks when, it, with, when he had the kind of gladiator thing. Pause moment aside. Motherfucker has nice hair. Has a great head of hair. Probably just doesn't fit his character. Exactly. But that's not that's not even like the problem here. He just lost to Rey Mysterio the night before on SmackDown with a crucifix pin. He's only had one big win, and that was in a strap match, a dirty finish because his wife sprayed fucking hairspray in Drew McIntyre's face. That's his biggest win. Mm-hmm. What are we doing with Karrion Cross? I thought uh, we were going to let him win King of the Ring. Is that a thing? Is that still? A thing I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I put that out there, and I'm going to take it right back. Yeah, at, the, because at this point, because I don't see it being. Anything. They're doing absolutely dick with him. Um, and the second elimination in this damn rumble that I was at least hoping he would have gotten. talk about him because he's just such a non-eventful person. Like he comes in, the screen is black and white, and it's like that's just kind of what I get from him. It's just something that's very basic. I don't Sorry. know. I feel like there's something there. It's just they're not bothering Tick. to see. Talk. I don't have time to wait for you to <laughs> figure out what kind of gimmick you want. Go ahead. So, cross aside, uh, number 10, Santos Escobar comes in. Number 11 is Angelo Dawkins. And um, 
Angela right after good, by Angela, Angela looked good. Angela he did. Looked good um, yeah. But soon after Angela Dawkins comes in, Xavier Woods gets tossed out by Gunther. Number twelve, Brock Lesnar. And honestly, that was, that, other, that huge pop. Other than huge the pop. time he came in at number one and you know eliminated the entire field before Drew McIntyre got there, this is probably the earliest I can remember Brock coming in. So this was an interesting spot. I wasn't expecting to see Brock till way later because that's usually when he comes in. Mm -hmm. But Brock came in and, you know, as you would expect, just fucking... I think he tossed out Santos Escobar, poor guy. With a a fallaway slam over the top rope that, like, just missed. He threw him like like nothing. Yeah. And Um, he just was a clean drop all the way to the fucking mat. And it's just like, bro. He also tossed Chad Gable over the top rope. And I feel like he had another elimination that I just can't remember. Maybe maybe it was Dawkins. I think he eliminated Dawkins, too. (laughs) Sorry, Dawkins. And then we get the the face-off between Gunther and Brock... Because Brock was also tossing Sheamus and Drew around. Yeah, like he came were. in. He doubled. He double legged. Uh, he. Do- I think he double legged Drew like he was nothing. Like he, the way he just came in and started, just German. Su- he German suplex Dawkins like, and that was the, probably the cleanest one out of he them crumbled, all. Like, he crumbled. Yeah, yeah, he crumbled these guys, and then the way that he got after Gable, like, ugh, this dude is. I, still I just really elite. wonder why Gargano wasn't one of Brock. Gargano should have. Why is Gargano even in the match? Just, still okay, anyway, but we'll, go ahead. We'll yeah, we'll digress you. on that one. So Brock and Gunther. <laughs> Which is, you know, a rumored WrestleMania match. And I don't think it's... I, I definitely don't think it's happening now because of what happens next and what's been going on. So they're face-to-face, and Lashley is number 13. And I kind of figured this. I know if when Brock is coming, Lashley's going to be soon to follow, or one or the other. So I, I was kind of <laughs> expecting Lashley to be the one next out. And Lashley comes in and spears everybody, kicks everyone's ass, even Brock Lesnar. Um, this led to Bobby Lashley clotheslining Lesnar clean over the top rope. Which got a huge pop as well. As it should have. And at that point, we then assumed, you know, not to jump ahead, but we assumed that Bobby Lashley's going to have himself a nice Royal Rumble. No. Like, we're about to have, like, Bobby Lashley's about to show out a little bit. No, he was, nope. he was dumped out not too long after this, and we'll get to that, but not before Brock Lesnar, I think, made all the commentators shit their pants because Oh, when he took anger, the fucking steel steps, and he just banged it on the commentator's desk. Like... I'm surprised the table didn't break, honestly. Like, that's crazy. Like, have I don't know if you, any of, of us have really seen these steps up close. Like, I haven't seen them. Like, I haven't picked them up. But they're pretty fucking big, right? So the way he just did that, come on, bro. Like, he's a grown man. He's a fucking gorilla. And come all on. while this is happening, you know, Baron Corbin comes down as number 14. And as he's coming down to the ring, Brock Lesnar's still in a fit of rage. <laughs> he just steamrolls, steamrolls him. right through Baron Corbin. Kind of like Braun Strowman, only way better. Yeah. Um, and fucking Baron Corbin is laid out on the ground. And I think Brock Lesnar muscled a fucking poor referee. Yeah, he mushed him. Yeah, he just mushed him. And the next thing you know, you just see his legs up, upward, and he's over the the, the barrier. So, yeah, that poor referee had a short night. Um, so Baron Corbin (laughs) recouping out, you know, ringside. Number 15, Seth freaking Rollins. Who sees Baron Corbin on the way, throws him into the ring, to toss his ass out, yeah, his, Baron his Corbin. monkey ass out. He, get, his, get that piece of crap out. I'm sorry, but, like, Baron Corbin right now, like, first of all, like, with this thing with JBL, like, I'm sure, like, 
cool. It, it could be good. I like that JBL is back. J, I like that JBL is back. That's the best part of Baron Corbin. It ends there. That, it ends there. It's, he's still Baron Corbin. He's still he, Baron he still Corbin. looks goofy. But, but you know what? I give yeah. Baron Corbin a lot of credit because he's come a long way yeah, as a yeah, worker. Yeah, yeah, He's very smooth in the ring. It's just as far as character, it's, yeah. he's... As a heel, it's fun to see him get his ass kicked, but he's just not a he's not a main event heel. You know what I mean? He's always going to be like the I feel like he's always going to be the upper mid card, you know, and he's going to be hard to take serious, especially when he's booked like this. So Rollins, again, you know, put him in just to take him out. Corbin eliminated number 16. Otis comes out. Shush, shush, please. So we get Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out at 17, but he doesn't. Because number 18 is Dominic, who comes out wearing Ray's mask. It leads you to believe that he kicked Ray's ass and he doesn't enter. What really was the case, apparently Ray Mysterio um, got injured on SmackDown against Karrion Cross the night before. They didn't say what it was or how serious it is. But for anyone wondering why Ray Mysterio didn't enter the Royal Rumble, that's why. So I guess they made it look like Dominic jumped him from behind and <laughs> took his mask. Hopefully Ray is going to be good for WrestleMania. I mean, shit, it's actually getting good between him and Dominic. Yeah. So I, I would... I can't believe I'm saying this shit. A year and a half ago, I was like shitting all over diarrhea, shitting all over Dominic Mysterio. And then all of a sudden, now we have Dominic Mysterio, who might be one of the young, hot villains, heels in all of WWE right now. Pump the brakes. All of it. He looks like someone from Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. He he is in, in, in Saints Row. This guy, you know, has done hard time. Like Dominic Mysterio is like, no, no, no. Dominic Mysterio has served. His time, and when it comes now to him being able to take this next step, you know, because of somebody who's been in the system, someone who's been incarcerated, someone who's had to, you know, be out there with killers and, and all those things, Dominic Mysterio is a real one, and he deserves all of our respect. Are you done? Holy shit. <laughs> it's still real to him, damn it. <laughs> that was good. Anyway. Let that man live. Let that man live his well, life. Well, you know, jail time does change a person. Yeah. You know, it turns you into a much Olale. better heel. Olale. So uh, between all this, Otis gets eliminated by the former Banger Bros. They couldn't let that tag team name stick around yeah, too long. I, That's I really a shame. Wish, I really wish they did come out in that bus like you suggested before. That would that be bang, hilarious. Banger Brothers bus. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, you know, Dominic being a heel, denying his entry into the ring. You know, as Sheamus is trying to stalk the perimeter, you know, Dominic sneaks up on Sheamus and he's entered. Number 19, if you stood awake through this entrance, Elias came out. And he actually hit Gunther with a guitar. But Michael Cole had something pretty damning to say while on, while Mr. Ezekiel Elias was on his way out. And that was that he's just had a pretty shitty couple of months in like a couple of years or whatever. He just can't seem to get right. Ever since coming back to WWE, and it's like, when if not now, then when? He's well, never. He's trash. The, like, the few minutes, if he was even a few minutes in the Rumble that he spent, weren't too much better he's because the, the Banger Bros got rid of him, too. Like, yeah. pretty much immediately. Um, number 20. Number 20 was Finn Balor. And thankfully, it, it took 15 fucking spots and a part of Judgment Day to do it, but Johnny Gargano Johnny Gargano has finally... Hey, let's go ahead and give it up for Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, what a performance. You fuck know what? How he, got laced, how he got laced, though, because he, <laughs> he tried doing that slingshot spear to Dominic, and then he ate a fucking dropkick from Finn right yeah. from the side of it, which was lovely. It was well-timed, well-played. Yeah. Number 21, Booker T. Can you dig it, sucker? Booker. 
fucking team. Oh man, those both those knees, those quads look boy. He, he looked like he was those bow leg. You know he was out of breath. Man, God bless. Yo, Booker God T. God bless San Antonio. Look, I love Booker Houston, T. Houston, Texas, stand up. But my man was. <laughs> My man, was, he was gassed, he was before, gassed. He, before he even got to the ring. You can see him breathing heavy. And gonna... the crescent <laughs> kicks that he was delivering to Judgment Day, to Ooh. Dominic and Finn, to pretty small guys compared to Booker T. These kicks were, were just weak. Barely, yeah. The spinner Rooney looked good. Spinner Rooney looked okay. If there's anything, he better be able, be able to, to do. do until he's 60 years old. The spinner Rooney is going to be timeless for Booker T. Hit a nice bookend on Finn. Yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, I mean, he's still somebody who, like, like if he puts hands on you, like, right. you're going to feel it. He puts hands on you. I mean, yeah, Booker T, I'm sure, <laughs> could still throw hands. I would never, ever, yeah, ever, yeah. ever I'm, try. But, but am I, you know, I could run. I could get away from Booker T. Mm-hmm. I could run away from Booker He ain't going to run, so. Well, that entranceway was a little long for anyone. <sighs> and then when he got eliminated, he just seemed like he was just so thankful. Well, it was Gunther that did it. And Gunther. <laughs> I, I feel like he must have bought him dinner for eliminating. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, brother. Um, number twenty-two, Damian Priest. I, I mean, I love the Booker T surprise. Yes, that was huge. Yeah, that, by I the way, yeah, by the way, that was fun. That was yeah. exciting. Being in San Antonio, yeah, he's from Houston. That it's got a, a Texan. Big pop. Yeah, that was fun. That was I'm fun. okay with it. But Makes it, sense. But he's, you're done. But he's you're on done. NXT. Yeah, you know, I'll take it. Damian Priest, number twenty-two, and we got all of Judgment Day, all the male members of Judgment Day, mm. at least. Uh, Montez Ford at twenty-three, and Ford really didn't last long. Didn't at all. last long. He very gets, uneventful. He gets uh, dumped out by Damian Priest, although he lands on his feet. But number 24, back for the 18th time in the last three years, Edge. Edge, Adam Copeland has arrived. You think you know me indeed? I think I do by this point. Yeah. He He's still got a huge pop. I love yes. Edge. Yes. It's just the returns have been, you know, done a lot lately. Yeah. But again, it's time to came come in. back. He still looked good. He still came in. He's still explosive. But, you know, like. Well, no, he eliminated no, no. Balor and Priest. Yeah, he, he took out. Fucking judgment day. He wasn't able to get you know. He was the trying to get Dom. yeah. He was trying to get Dom. You know, but, but Finn, Dom again is, is he's too gully for that. So well, like you know, he knew what was up. Not that. Um, what really happened is that Finn Balor came back and just headlocked Edge over the top rope and eliminated him immediately. So Edge went out and was fighting off Judgment Day. Rhea Ripley got involved at the entranceway for Beth Phoenix to make a return. Mm. And here's the thing Rhea, that annoyed me about Rhea this. hit Edge hard, or she hit somebody hard. Yeah, she hit that motherfucker hard. This is what, <laughs> this is what annoyed me about the whole Beth Phoenix coming uh. back. All right, so Beth Phoenix hits a nice spear on Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Goes to her, yeah. And just leaves her. This girl tried to decapitate you. She should have stomped the mud on her ass and gotten her out of that Royal Rumble. You should have just kept punching her yeah. and, until, until someone, someone came. Until someone pulled you off. Right, yeah. Rhea Ripley literally just tried to decapitate you a few months ago yeah. in front of your husband. Yeah. So one spear will do. That just bothered me. Yeah. The spear looked good. Keep that punching that, that bitch. That was a good receipt. That wasn't a fair receipt. No. That she gave back to her. I'll wait till the pay-per-view. That you won't, maybe, maybe not get, because we'll talk about I think we'll get a mixed tag. Oh. I keep hearing about Enough the Enough of the mixed tag. Well, you know what's going to happen. As soon as Rhea did the concerto, you knew that was going to happen. So it's just like, all right, let's get on with it. Yes. Yeah, um... Number 25, Austin Theory. I was expecting him to be a little earlier, but I'm all right with it. What happens here? Yeah, Theory comes in. Number 26, Omas. He didn't last too long because... What the fuck is that? That's his fucking entrance music or some shit. Oh, you had me on that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Omas... I like Omas. I mean, y'all don't pay attention to Omas because y'all don't fuck with Omas, but I fuck with Omas because, okay, you know... Well, here's the thing with Omas. <laughs> There's only so many opponents he can have that make sense. And then when they're done, 
You're not going to get a fucking trilogy out of him or a rematch because he's not You that want guy. him to be, you know, fucking Harley Race. You want him to be all these no, great wrestlers, technicians. He's a seven foot four monster. Okay. Let that man. So when a, Bobby a Lashley is done spearing through him and Braun's done power bombing him or power slamming him, and when Brock German <laughs> suplexes the bejesus out of him and Cena FUs him and Roman spears him, then what's good enough? What's he going to do? Drop toehold to Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Anyway. Maybe he'll join the Judgment Day, too. <laughs> um, so, Omas, he didn't last long because big, bad, dumb old Braun Strowman mm. comes out at number 27. <sighs> Again, one of the only guys that would match up against Omas eliminates him. What do you know? <laughs> 28, Ricochet. Man, I heard some stories about Ricochet the last time. All right, we, yeah, we yeah, ain't going to go yeah, there. He's fucking, a, what, a, what a guy, huh? What a... Oh, poo butt ass nigga he is. Well, I'll tell you got. You know, that's right. all I got. Well, that's all I got. Ricochet, and we'll talk about what he does in the ring. Um, in between gross, all so. this, you know, Ricochet comes out, but um, and this is the match that I had put out there a couple weeks ago, and I think I just spoke it into existence. It makes a lot of sense now. So Gunther sends both Sheamus and Drew McIntyre over the top rope, eliminating two really big names in this match. Also, you know, Sheamus had been there from the very start with Gunther. Drew was in there at number nine. Gunther, by the way, at this point in the Rumble, was doing, like, he wasn't just coasting. He wasn't, he was working. He no. was beating everyone's ass. He was, I don't know how he, his hand feels, at, like, his forearm. Like, how does all that feel after you gave some, everyone a thousand chops? There was a shot. It was crazy. In the match, you could see how his back looked. And it yeah, looked, he had those lacerations on his back. A lot of welts. <laughs> Gunther was uh, going Gunther. through it. He was dishing it, but he was taking it God, too. What a career that man has in front of him. Yeah. Gunther is something so, different. So to me, dumping Sheamus and Drew over the top, that's a triple threat. Like I said, I spoke that into existence a couple weeks ago. I would like to see that in Mania. Yeah. Triple threat match. Sheamus going for the Intercontinental title. Drew's going to go for it too. He's nothing else better to do. And uh, that's a hard-hitting yeah. triple threat match. Those three could put on a fucking show. And I, like I said, I think I said this before, I would... It wouldn't bother me if Sheamus won because he gets his Intercontinental title, but him and Drew have had their mania moments. Yeah. Gunther, this would be his first one. Let him start off big. So then next year, you could put him against Brock and beat him. That's how I'd do it. Number 29, Logan Paul is back. <sighs> Huge pop. And he looks great. I think he even slimmed down a little. He looked a little, you know. Just more sharp. You just sharp, like cut, shredded. Right. Trim, lean. And man. Agile, he, ready. He looks, he looks fucking great. Yeah. He looks great. He hasn't missed one step. So number 29, Logan Paul, that means number 30 has to be Cody Rhodes. So how did you feel about Cody being 30? Well, I mean, the, 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 I kind of was pretty adamant about that. So when it comes to Cody Rhodes being 30, we already knew that he was going to be in there. I would have appreciated if he, like, I understand the fact that we're protecting him. We're trying to probably not give him that much time, but we, he ended up getting a bunch of time anyway. Uh, I would have liked to see him earlier. I would have liked thirty to be more of a surprise because when it, they already eliminated so many so many surprises. Thirty could have been Logan Paul. Yeah, they could. That would have been so much better. If twenty nine was, co I would have taken that yeah. just because they just over already have unraveled so many surprises and not just that and that they're just trying to make sure that they get thirty right. But thirty was fucking not Cody just Rose. that. We Rock won at thirty last year. Yeah. You know, so I mean? all these 30, so like 30 is just like what? Like, but, you know, they get it's not like Cody just came in, cleaned house, and won in three minutes. It didn't happen. So, I, 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 when right. I see it, he Cody, was great in the Rumble, but like we just knew that he was going to be in there already. First so then off, when it was 29, 30, he's like, surprised. He's still got a huge pop. 
But so that to me, the surprise, he didn't need to be a surprise, Cody, in my opinion. He would have had that same pop at 29. I, well, same well, pop at 29. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I'm saying 30 would have been even bigger for whoever got it. Cody at 30, obviously, you know, I feel like they're protecting him. He wrestled a Hell in a Cell match with a torn pick. All right. And I remember hearing something that Cody, I think, had just gotten cleared like that day as far as going in the ring. So they probably didn't want to test him too, too much. I know everybody is thinking, hey, put him at one and Seth at two and let them go to fucking distance. Yeah, that'll be great, but this isn't a video game. This is reality. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just throw Cody into the fucking fire like that. No one was saying go at one or two. No, no, but, like, if if it was a later spot, like, somewhere in the 20s, I'm fine with that. 30, I was like, all right, maybe not 30. But, again, I can understand that they're playing it safe. Obviously, they have huge plans for Cody, and they're not trying to I like to surprise. That's all I would say. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't... It doesn't bother me that he was advertised. It doesn't bother me one bit that he was advertised. Uh, but Cody comes in at number 30, and, again, huge pop. He cleans house. He gets rid of Dominic, so he's already the biggest babyface in the match. After, of course, you know, helping Dominic suplex him a couple times. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, yeah, when he was trying to do the three amigos and he was doing, and Cody was one rotating his hips because yes. Dominic just wasn't good enough to do it. Yeah. My man Dominic, who is, again, as real as it gets, you know, but, I mean, this guy, you know, the three amigos, he had a little bit of assistance from the old pro and bigger man, Cody Rhodes. Right. So, so appreciate. It, thankful it's, for him. it's at this point in the match where I would say this was the spot of the match and probably one of the more memorable Rumble moments going forward. So we get Ricochet and Logan Paul standing on opposite sides of the ring on the apron, and they seem to challenge each other as far as, you know, who can make it across and hit who from the ring, you know, from a springboard. And these two timed it perfectly, both sprung at the same time, clashed in midair for what has to be one of, like, the greatest fucking images that we've seen in a long time. You see Ricochet and Logan Paul hit each other perfectly and it's just like ricochet yeah this is what he does he's been doing this shit forever but for logan paul this is match number four for him by the way roman was three on that stage with these two guys who are both capable of just doing whatever they want to do in the ring they are physically athletic enough to do so much when you have this magnitude of a stage royal rumble bright lights over sixty thousand people you see that kind of stuff on like a Indie show, whatever, great, awesome, who gives a shit? But when you see it at this stage, with all the money on the line, with all these big names laying on the ground around you in a ring, and they're able to execute something like that, when you only get one chance to do it, and if you, it's not one of those things that if you mess it up, you just look whatever, you can kind of, no, you mess this up, you're going to look like a dumb fuck. And it's also not like you've done this that many times before. Ricochet, sure. Logan Paul, again, match number four. And he created a moment, a memory that is going to last forever when it comes to Royal Rumble. When you think of Royal Rumble, you're going to think, remember when Ricochet and Logan Paul fucking met in midair? Sprung right to each other, and and it looked great, too. It didn't look like it was unsafe. No, they both covered equal parts of the ring. They both met at the middle of the ring, and it fucking sounded like a car accident. And and the crowd went nuts. It smacked, so... Crowd went nuts. Again, as if Cody Rhodes wasn't my hero before, he eliminates Braun Strowman by himself. I got a kick out of that. Of course you do. I definitely got a kick out of that. Right after that, because Ricochet was on, you know, the brink of elimination and Austin Theory helped him out with that. Ricochet's gone. So then it seems like we're down to our final four. 
seems like we're down to our final four. Did we touch up on Kofi trying his to I'll, do what the fuck he did I'll, again? Okay, I was going to touch on that a little bit after. but I, Okay. So, yeah, I, I completely forgot about Kofi, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, way earlier in the match, Kofi tried another great escape that failed. I was trying to touch up on that. So, Kofi has had this fucking obsession with doing something every single year that makes him survive in a Royal Rumble in an intricate way. He did it again. He did it last year. It was a botch. Like, we all seen it. He tried it again this year. Damn near killed himself again. Like, he, I don't he know. He tried clinging on to the, one of the commentator chairs. Yeah, and the commentator chair fell. Like, like, surprise, it fell. So, yeah, enough with that shit, you know, Kofi. You yeah, know, like, just, just you, you know, you're playing bongo drums in a, in a Royal Rumble and, and you're, you on your know. your partner's ass. On your, you know, and then you're doing dumb shit in a Rumble. Like It's just, all right, two enough. years straight, botching the great escape. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> it's ran its course. We've seen it, like, ten times at this point. And not to mention, like, not to be that guy, like, you're, he's not getting any younger. So it's probably not wise to be doing shit like this. Like, I don't know. It's, it's starting to get stupid now. You know, it's after a while, if, if, if you're going to put logic into it. If Kofi Kingston was this fucking good in the Rumble, why does he never win one? And why does he never last that long to begin with? Because a lot of horseplay, that's why. You know, like he, he staves off elimination in an amazing feat and then gets eliminated easily right after, usually. And, I, and the thing is, the reason why I completely forgot about it it's because when they showed it, it, I almost feel like the commentators didn't even bother to fucking waste too much time on it. No, because well, it, Kofi it, it tried looked, again. It looks stupider than it ever did before. Last year, they tried to play it off and pretend that it was something that he actually completed, whereas the tape clearly indicated that was a lie. Yeah. This year, it wasn't even worth revisiting. So the spot so, that Kofi's yeah, known yeah. for this year is, um, you know, playing ass drums with, uh, with Xavier yeah. Woods. Former WWE champion. Yep. Good. Yeah. Number 30. Yeah, let's finish up. Yeah, yeah, Kofi... Um, I completely forgot about that, and I was going to touch on it, but whatever. The hell with him. Um, so, yeah, we're down to what we thought was the final four, and that is Austin Theory, Gunther, Seth Rollins, and Cody. But Logan Paul is lurking. After that, you know, amazing spot that we saw him and Ricochet participate in, for some reason he just kind of, you know, I guess he went under the ropes and we completely forgot about him. In between all this, Austin Theory eats a wicked curb stomp where he practically just fucking spiked himself on his head. It looked great. And Rollins disposed of Austin Theory. We're down to what we thought was three, but it's really the final four because Logan Paul comes in and eliminates Seth Rollins. <laughs> and Rollins, the look on his face is like, what, what the, the hell fuck? just happened? Why did you target me? And Logan Paul even mentions, he, he comments to Seth Rollins. He says, Seth who? WrestleMania. That's all I got to say That's about that. That's a hell of a match. I'm ready for that match. Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Night one, first match of the night. Night one. Oof, that's going to be tough to follow. <laughs> Let's see if they do that. But I, I'm, I, I like it. I like that more than Logan Paul and John Cena. Mm. Seth Rollins could actually have a hell of a match with him. And I think it could be entertaining as far as like the promos go. You know right. what I mean? I, I think I'm actually looking forward to that. I can't believe I'm saying that. So Logan Paul is in the final Logan fucking Paul three. Logan has, Paul has done... Uh, he is so talented in the ring. Like he is, he does everything that you can ask. He has the size, he has the look, and he has the athleticism. That I mean, like he is in the upper echelon of athletes already in the WWE. Like naturally, the the most athletic person in WWE right now that I've seen, Montez Ford. Uh, yeah, that, I think that like Logan Paul is probably in that top three. I, like the way that he can, the way he bounces, the way he does that buckshot clothesline. That's right. He did lariat. the buckshot lariat yeah, to someone should, in here. You know, he just does it in Adam Page, hold that L, CM Punk, hold that bigger L. 
Like, because neither one of those guys are better at performing that move than Logan Paul. Fourth match. Fourth match. Fourth match. For fuck's sakes, yeah. this guy, man, he's top five in, in, in pay. Like, for one, he gets, he puts all those asses in seats, like, as far as his, his following. He's got a fucking gazillion followers. A gazillion plus one followers, and the dude can go. And he he's young. He, he's only going to get better. He loves the shit as well. My so. biggest question coming out of Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, who the hell is the face and who's the heel? Do you think they just stick with cheering with Seth Rollins or is Seth going to heal it up? Well, and- the, they, they definitely, even if WWE wanted that to be the reality of, of Logan Paul being the face and Seth being a heel, They're probably they would cheer never Seth cheer anymore. that ever, ever. So that would mean, like, he could beat him within a bloody, like, an inch of his life. They're not going to cheer for Seth or for Logan Paul over Seth Rollins. You know why? So that ass whooping will be. They like Seth Rollins' music more, that's why. I mean, it's catchy. So like, it is, catchy, it is. Yeah, it's catchy. Like, but I, I, I agree. Danced, I, I think the fans are going to side with Seth regardless yeah. of what um So Logan Paul's going to have to be the you know the rambunctious asshole Look, in, in this rivalry. If they don't try to fight it and they keep Seth as the face and Logan as the heel... Don't try to fight that dynamic. Don't try to say, no, Seth is a bad guy. You got to hate him. But, like, we're not going to because Seth is doing the best work of his fucking career. No. And, yeah, Logan Paul's impressive and all, but he's still an outsider. And WWE fans, wrestling fans in general, don't really take too, too kindly to that. I, I, either way, I'm looking forward to it. Seth and Logan Paul, I'm really looking forward to that. I like how they tease it. But... Even though this is only his fourth match, he still didn't win it. Cody Rhodes dumps Logan Paul over the top rope. I was kind of hoping Gunther was going to do it. I wanted to see him rearrange his fucking nipples. I, I was wanted, looking for that. I, I was hoping that Logan would get but some chops. Maybe one day. Holding out hope. So we're down to Gunther and Cody Rhodes. This is the very first time the number one and the number 30 are the last two guys in the Rumble. Hell of a stat. So Gunther has broken Rey Mysterio's recognized all-time record in Royal Rumble um, history at 62 minutes. The real record was uh, Daniel Bryan in the greatest Royal Rumble. Here's the kicker. They mentioned the winner of that Royal Rumble, and they acknowledge Braun Strowman for winning it. They don't acknowledge (coughs) the record being set by Daniel Bryan in the Rumble. Which was about 70 minutes or something like that. Gunther goes 71 minutes in this Rumble. I really hope that broke Daniel Bryan's record, so this way they don't have to... Not acknowledge Daniel Bryan, which is stupid because he's literally one of the very few guys that jump ship and not talk shit. So the beauty part that I look at now when it comes to that that battle, when it got it, be, it became a full fledged wrestling match when with, it Gunther came, with, with Gunther and, and Cody. And by the Rose. way, these are my two guys I wanted to win. Yeah. So you get this full fledged singles match now, and that's why you know I like because you asked before like how do you feel about him being at 30 or whatever like i I was okay with it because they had a full-fledged match it's not like he just came in at 30 did some you know clean up a little bit did whatever and won the match like he came in and had to fucking go through a whole war with the ring general gunther and who absolutely just had one of the best rumble performances that i've ever seen gunther looked like he went through a fucking war too literally he looked like he was like just his hands, like like his his weapons yeah. were were all red and bruised. And, he was red and bruised, and I loved. <laughs> and, and don't think it's a coincidence that they did Gunther and Cody as the last two because what's Gunther's you know signature? The chop, yeah, coming from a fucking oh, man, peck going that peck. Yeah, so if we're gonna find out anybody who's if he if this guy's peck is right, and how's that inflammation gonna handle you know one of those chops? Yeah, that's what we found out immediately. It's basically getting smacked with a fucking skillet. 
taking one of Gunther's chops. And oh, and, and Cody got tested out because them chops were coming. They look pretty brutal. They practically had like a full on, like nearly a full on match. Yeah. And they teased <laughs> like elimination. Yeah. They teased elimination a little too much for this my guy, liking. This guy was losing <laughs> his fucking mind. He's pacing in the back here. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, because it, all it took, and we've seen it in Rumble's past, we've yes. seen guys who had no business being eliminated or, or when things go south. There was a lot of grabbing with one. Like I was expecting somebody to, to slip their grip yeah. and maybe, okay, shit. Hey, Walter saw, is an impromptu winner. We saw what <laughs> happened with Batista and Cena in 05. That was clearly not supposed to happen. Vince's quads should not have ripped like fucking toilet paper. <laughs> the ringmaster Stone Cold got <laughs> fucking eliminated because he couldn't hold on to the fucking rope because it was right. too slippery. So the last thing we need is, oh. The Wait wrong guy won the rumble. And Triple H comes running out and busts right. his quads on the. Okay, okay. leave Triple H and quad, leave quads alone. All right, <laughs> but yeah, man, like they were, they were, they were teasing the shit, and you even were like, "Oh, they're they're good, man." And went, I'm like, "Man, you act like these guys are fucking perfect." I'm I'm trying to see the right. I know they're not perfect, but like I know that at the same time, like they. They need to still tell a story, and nobody oh, yeah. and, and the element of risk has to be there. And if of course, and if there's no risk, then they who got the fuck my cares? ass. Yeah. Got my ass. But Cody held on. Just when he looked like he was about to get eliminated, he gets back in. The the elimination that did Gunther in, you could tell Gunther's not, you know, used to getting clotheslined over the top. Rope yeah, I was in, that was annoying to watch. He, he, had two, he had two instances in there. Like, I'm like, bro, just, like, the best one I've ever seen take a clothesline over the rope was Kane. Like, Kane was able to take Kurt a Angle took one. Kurt Angle yeah. was able to take a, a great clothesline over the ropes as well. Like, those little attentions to details is matter. I mean, even Brock, the one he took from Lashley yeah. earlier in the night. But Cody is our Royal Rumble winner. Brilliant. The right brilliant, guy brilliant, won. Brilliant. Cody's going to Mania. And what a hell of a Rumble. So much better than last year. That gets a high for me. That gets a high for me as well. I mean, it would get a, 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 a double high if, you know... There's a little bit more element of surprise, but that's just me. That's where, where I like yeah, something. Yeah, you're right. I would, I, they would get it because the match itself was great. Um, I, I, I like that they didn't really flood it with too many guys who didn't have a chance in winning. Like, I, I liked seeing, you know, like the fact that Austin Theory could have probably stolen some shit. Gunther could have taken it. But clearly we all knew that Cody Rhodes was going to be the victor of this. So this gets a high from me as well. Yeah, it was a hell of a rumble. It was so much better than last year. Um and it kicked off the the entire show. And it was nice, too, because you know what? It didn't need The Rock. It didn't even need Sami Zayn. The story it told, everything yeah. that happened in it, it didn't need any of that. No and that's another reason I think that, you know, Sami Zayn wasn't in the, and it wasn't in the Royal Rumble because he's, he's plenty, he has his fucking hands full in the main event. And you're right, nobody in the bloodline, which I thought No was member cool. of the bloodline was in the Royal Rumble, and that was, you know, kind of interesting to me. But you know what, though? I like that. They're not going to win it. Solo ain't going to win it. Sammy wasn't going to win it. Why put him in it? Right. So I'm okay with that. They had way bigger... Fish to fry? Yeah. And the main <laughs> event, we'll get to that. So the Pitch Black match. The Mountain Dew. Dew. Mountain Dew presents Pitch Black match. Okay? We don't want to get sued. So LA Knight comes out. Huh? I said LA Knight comes out. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. LA Knight comes out. Followed by Bray Wyatt. And the Bray Wyatt, you know, he um, the entrance looks cool. He has some sort of, like, dark face paint around his eyes, which usually is the face paint you use when you wear a mask. More on that in a little bit. So this match is taking place in, like, under what looks like an ultraviolet light. I guess this is the pitch black part. And mm -hmm. Bray Wyatt has 
what would you even talk, call this? Like this stuff that's on his body that kind of makes his face. And this his fluorescent well. lighting, glitter, fucking whatever you want to call it. I mean, but it was just a lot of you it know semen of, samples that it just seemed wow. to be just kind of just glowing through all the the dark black lights that were was it there Pat, with a whole bunch of Mountain Dew. Was it Pat McAfee that said, "Oh, I'm glad I washed." I'm my glad pants. I washed my pants today. Christ. Yeah, my man Pat. My so, man. So Bray Wyatt looked cool. I can't imagine this is an easy match to have, a street fight in the fucking dark, essentially. Um, there was a table spot where it looked like Bray was attempting to suplex L.A. Knight from over the barricade onto an yeah, announce table. but it was too dark, and they couldn't see where the fuck to land. Well, they were all, <laughs> Bray was also on the steps trying to yeah. do it, and he almost fell off the damn steps. <laughs> it was too dark. So I wonder why. <laughs> Probably because you can't see what you're doing. And then it wound up being uh, L.A. Knight tackling him through the yeah. announce table. That's nice a little adjustment. Yeah. A bunch of, like... Neon confetti that was like purposely placed there. Why? I'll never know. Convenient, very. Convenient. Yeah, to make it look like a you know a splash, a, uh, just a whatever. Not and by the way, the Mountain Dew logo, the pitch black logo, is smeared all, all over, over the place. Smeared. That's an excellent word to use. The middle of the ring, the barricade, the like. Just okay. In so case you didn't know, matches. Mountain Dew is sponsoring this match. So we get back in the ring, and I believe L.A. Knight grabs a kendo stick that looks like a lightsaber. That turns like pink and green. And he's whacking Bray Wyatt with it until Bray Wyatt catches him with a sister Abigail and gets the one, two, three. So the match is over and thankfully it didn't last that much longer. But there was still some shit to go afterwards. So while they're showing the replays of what just went down, we get back to Bray Wyatt and he has a brand new mask on, which is also hard to tell because, again, this dark lighting is on. You can barely see shit. But this mask looks pretty fucking creepy and it resembles the Fiend in a way. Again, still hard to tell. So he starts chasing L.A. Knight, scaring the shit out of him. L.A. Knight grabs a kendo stick, and he keeps whacking Bray Wyatt with it. But Bray Wyatt's no-selling each and every one of them, and he's chasing him to a certain part into the crowd near a platform. Puts him in the mandible claw, lays him on this platform, and there's an even higher platform above him. What do you know? Bray's dear Uncle Howdy shows up. And jumps off of this damn platform, does like a coffin drop a la Darby Allen. <laughs> Only thing is, he completely, completely misses L.A. Knight. Over, overshot. And L.A. Knight, you could even tell, even where they had the camera, they were trying to hide it, but you could tell His L.A. Knight. were still, yeah, he was. You could tell L.A. Knight's trying to roll in to. Into the body, into the mesh of it all? Until okay. where Uncle Howdy's trying to land because he's going to completely miss I didn't, it. I didn't see that part. So, I didn't see him trying to move to like get under. I just. It just looked like overshot. it just looked like Uncle Howdy just fell from drinking too much. You know what I mean? And there's a big explosion when Howdy lands. Why I don't know because we're not really so sure where the fuck they what they landed on. It's not even clear, but it, it apparently can explode. Hmm. And then above where Howdy just was, I guess I should just call him Uncle. He's not my uncle though. He's Uncle Howdy. Someone's uncle. So his first name Uncle, last name Howdy. I don't know. How can we possibly know? So, where Uncle Howdy just was, you see the Firefly Funhouse puppets in human form, just like <laughs> we saw in Bray's, you know, re-debut. And, yeah. What the fuck did we just see? More of this hocus-pocus shit. Bray Wyatt looks cool. I don't think anybody's arguing that. But I would like to actually see a fucking Bray Wyatt match. It looks like a street fight in the middle of a rave. Mm. And he changed his mask too. That when he changed his mask, it just all went. It got, 
He was just no-selling the kendo sticks. He was no-selling all the stuff. I'm like, I just need Bray Wyatt to just be a normal wrestler. Like, why why can't he just have a wrestling match on a Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown just one time? I mean, like, all this extracurricular shit, it's just like, all right, cool, great. Like, I love his music. I like Bray Wyatt himself. Yeah, but, like, all this shit is just, like, all this extra stuff that, like, nobody asked for. Like, he just gets so deep into, like, the shit that, like, nobody, that doesn't mean anything to wrestling. And these fluorescent lights, and Mountain Dew sponsors all over the fucking place, and multiple masks, and Uncle Howdy, enough is enough. Here's the thing, man. You can have as many matches in the dark as you want. You can only hide... Who you really are for so long. No, you can only hide your fucking... Your, oh, your shortcomings for so long. Yeah. Yeah, which is that... You don't Maybe he's enough. just not that good of a wrestler after yeah. all, unless uh, he's in the ring with a certain, you know, whether it's Daniel Bryan or someone who can go and can carry. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Next one. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a low. I'm sorry. I got to give it a low. I don't know what the fuck that, I don't know what I'm supposed to there's think nothing, about this. There's nothing that I could even, I'm because I'm delaying because I'm trying to look for even a way to give it to a mid, but I can't. Right now I it's can't. a low. It's at a low. And maybe it's this is low. maybe the story needs to play out more for me to like it right now. Like the, I I believe like the now I'm gonna be try to be as white devil's advocate as I can, right? So, um, the visual of it was pretty cool, right? I think it was pretty cool in certain instances. I still give it a, a, a fucking low. Yeah, it doesn't mean you should have a match like that. And I don't want to see another pitch ever black again. Match. First and last ever Mountain Dew present. Yeah, that's it. I don't want to see any match presented by any fucking soda. All right? Like, I don't want to see a fucking Sierra Miss street fight <laughs> or a fucking Pepsi on a pole. Pepsi on a pole. Jesus. Like, what the fuck? And how am I supposed to take Bray Wyatt serious when the first match back he has is presented by fucking Mountain Dew? It has a sponsor. <laughs> Sun kiss. Well, I'm not really that big of a fan of Mountain Dew. But this sure is delicious. I just hope you're not afraid of the dark, man. My dear Uncle Howdy is watching. <laughs> and ready to crash down with vengeance. Like, just, uh, like enough. Enough of that. I hope, LA, I hope LA Knight makes it out alive for this shit. Yeah, um, yeah, I hope he does. Huh? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll talk to you. Next now. match was more Uncle Howdy bullshit. Well, it was kept to a minimum at the very least, but Bianca and Alexa Bliss did not need to be this long because, let's be honest, this match should take as long as it took Brock Lesnar to take the title off of Kofi. Yeah, it should have been a squash. I mean, we have a, you know, a, a grown woman against a teenage girl. Not and just a grown woman, but a know, fucking, a, like, a glamour, D1 athlete. A D1 athlete, Glamazon, you know, she's, she's bad news. Like, she is a, she's, she is the EST, Bianca Belair, had, has nothing but... No, no check marks against her, against, you know, Miss Bliss. And I just wish it was this over quicker than this. Yeah, I, um, it, it just, I don't know. Like, I felt like it got no reaction. It felt like it was just crickets all throughout. And I guess people were probably just sitting on their hands waiting for another Uncle Howdy, yeah. um, you know. But here's the thing. We didn't get another word on, how, on, you know, on Uncle Howdy's condition. He did fall from a fucking high rise. <laughs> yes, know. he did. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, I mean, she really worked. She, she, she cares. I can get, I get the vibe. You know her strikes. You know, <sighs> yeah, 
I like, think she just wants to be more of an actress. Let her. You know, I'm I'm looking at some highlights now. I'm just not really impressed with what I saw. I her. mean, I Bianca mean. should tear it to shreds. Yeah. And Bianca does win, thankfully. That is the right person to go over. Yeah. Um, yeah she Bianca's, looked great. I mean, Bianca looked amazing. When as doesn't always. she? My God. Like, yeah. honestly, when the hell doesn't she? No, um, but yeah, when um, that was that was Alexa Bliss and Bianca, yeah. and that gets a low for me too because I think they did tease at the end when Alexa was sitting in disappointment. There was a quick, like, 10 second Uncle Howdy video, just you know, I don't even know what the fuck he said because how are you communicating? You just fucking willingly jumped back first onto somebody, not even onto me. someone. This gets a low for me as well. Um, I just you know, I, I'm happy that you know nothing stupid happened. They're not trying to like right. just jerk around Bianca and waste her time. I don't. You know, I don't want to live through this rivalry. With, she had to get through this rivalry with Alexa. I don't want to live you in know. a world where Alexa's beating Bianca in any match, let alone for a title. No. Um, but we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna cover the women's rumble and the fucking ever so dramatic, brilliantly told Kevin Owens Roman Reigns saga. It's a yeah. With Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman and everyone involved, it's it deserves its own segment. So when we get back, we will jump into that right after the Women's Royal Rumble. So uh, stick with us. To back up into the ring in just a moment or two for more exciting fucking action. <laughs> All right, that was the Men's Rumble, the Pitch Black. And the women's title match. We are going to jump into the women's rumble now, followed by the main event. And the women's 30 woman royal rumble. <laughs> I almost said the women's 30 man rumble. I knew exactly where you were going, too. You know what the fuck I oh, mean. Oh, fucking hey. 30 right. woman royal rumble match. Number one is Rhea Ripley. This is a brutality. So, and, and Rhea Ripley was like, I would say, the heavy fra- favorite of this match for the oh, women. Who's the heavy, all right. Rhea Ripley thick. is not heavy. No, no, as far as it's thick, like, just, just oh, a lot. thickness. Just, just, okay. just heavy, just a lot of, no, your girl, but we'll get to The that. heavy <laughs> comes the heavy. at the tail end. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that damn funny. <laughs> Talk about my girl like that. So number one is Rhea Ripley. And like I said, she was, you know, heavily favored to be the winner. I didn't think she was going to come out this early. I thought Liv Morgan was going to be number one, but she was number two. So already I like it. I like how they're starting it off. We started off with Gunther and Sheamus and the men's and the women's. You get Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. And the mm. thing is, there weren't too many names that were advertised for the women's rumble. Right. And really, like the really big names that were advertised weren't advertised until fucking SmackDown. Like they didn't have Bailey and Damage Control and Becky Lynch. None of these girls were added to the rumble until the very end. Right. So it it, it definitely led me to believe they're not going to win the rumble. Becky doesn't need to. And Rhea right now is is hot. It was no, there was no one else. We all knew right. that. Like I, me in my own kind of selfish ways, because there's a lot of other like I'm a Sonya Deville guy. Like right. I, I was really hoping that she would, you know, I like Emma, but we all know that Emma ain't gonna get it. But like, it's just Rhea Ripley was clearly the odds-on favorite, right? And even Liv, at number one. And Liv Morgan, <laughs> um, she's been you know doing her thing with her new character, kind of just playing this like reckless. I don't know if crazy is the right word, but. Um, just kind of like, you know, throwing caution to the wind, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like how they're setting this up, Liv Morgan and, and Rhea Ripley. And right off the bat, I kind of expected these two to be the ones that finished the Rumble, like Sean and Bulldog. So right, I was expecting that, and I was okay with that, as long as, you know, again, how you get there makes sense. Um, so, you know, they started off, number three was Dana Brooke, who I'm honestly surprised she... She's still at, with the company, yeah. And I'm not even trying to be a dick. <laughs> no, real talk. No, like... 
she's really done a good job as far as just like kind of keeping herself, you know, ingratiated with with management. Like she is clearly someone who they see as someone who will at least be there and they're in the best ability is availability. She's and doing she's something. At, she's there. Yeah, she's, she's there. She's doing something, I guess. Number four was Emma. Uh, number five was Shayna Baszler. Queen of Spades came out looking real, just uh, just mean spirited and, and yeah. Just... And here's the thing, man. I I am not giving up on Shayna Baszler. I like Shayna Baszler. Not giving up on as her far because as like a competitor. She is legitimate. Yeah. All right, and she can be a really good heel if booked dominantly. And the thing is, they just stop and start with her push all the fucking time. They can't tell whether they want to make her a monster if, heel or they don't want to give a rat's if, ass if, about. If her. Ronda Rousey had any bit of Shayna's kind of like self belief. Or if Ronda just gave a shit, gave a shit, like because that's really what it is, yeah. dude. I refuse to believe camps. Ronda. Refuse to believe Ronda just became this bad because her first run she was not this bad no. at all. The second run was. It's like Mike Calder, Ronda Drowsy. I can't <laughs> put it any Drowsy. better than that. Yeah, man. I can't put it any better than that. He hit the nail in the fucking head. So yeah, Shayna yes. Baszler came out, and and the thing is, she holds, or I think she's at least tied for the most eliminations by a woman. In a rumble. Yeah, oh yeah, she. I think she has it. So it's there. It. Yeah. Just pull the damn trigger on her. Something. Maybe she needs a mouthpiece. I don't know. It's not It's not the end of the world. No. You know? Um, number six was Bailey. Bailey's out a little earlier than I expected. <laughs> um, seven was B-Fab, and B-Fab was... Uh, she did not last long at not all. At she all. was tossed out relatively quick. Like she was quick. like a blur. She was in there so quick. Quick flurry. I think it was, um, <laughs> it was Rhea that tossed her out. Yeah. So she was gone. Was she the first eliminated? I can't remember. Maybe um, maybe it was um, Emma? I don't know. No, Emma was still in it. Emma was I still in it. I think B-Fab was first. Number eight was the NXT Women's Champ, Roxanne Perez. And this chick, she's probably not quite main roster ready, but as far as being in the ring, she could fucking go, man. Yeah. This chick can go. And, I, and she's super young, so they don't need to necessarily rush her. She's only 21 years old. But you can see it, man. She gets in the ring, and she can work with just about anybody. She has baby face um, fire. Yeah, yeah. I think she's going to be... She's a ball of energy, and she's she's so fundamentally sound. She has all the intangibles to just being like a, she's, someone who... She looks amazing. She has a great look. I mean, she's by the way. She's super fucking cute. <laughs> she's going to work as a baby face tremendously, I feel. So I feel like, you know, she has a really bright future ahead of her. Definitely cool to see her in yeah. here. I was kind of expecting her to be in here. Um, and, you know, her... Um, her mentor came out as a surprise in the bedroom. Yeah, Book, yeah, but, yeah, she got better knees than Book. Right? Well, yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> Number nine was Dakota Kai. And uh, I think this is, uh, yeah, Bailey gets some help as far as damage control is concerned. And number 10 was EO Sky. So Man, got and, and all of them. if I may just say, like, damage control, I love the, their herd mentality, the way they've just been beating people up, like, and just the way that, like, Dakota Kai and EO Sky, like, they kind of just start, like, geeking and just kind of just being just girls with each other after they just, like, finish. Just like, did we just beat her ass? Yeah, we just beat her ass. And they just start being it fucking goofy about I it. I like love them it. together. They don't yeah. win anything. They don't though. win anything. But, like, I love I love them as a, as to a me, team. I think they jackals. Drop, I feel like they already dropped the ball with them. The only match these girls have won was uh, was the one in Clash of the Castle that nobody remembers. Exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah remember. I don't remember that. Exactly. <laughs> only people like me do. Um, that, that's the thing. Every The War Games match they lost. Bailey lost every fucking title shot she got. 
You know, yeah. it's just like, why did you bring these girls the, back the, the and bring them together? Control. Yeah, they have to pick it up for sure. They, it's not, I don't blame them. But I then again, just been you know, booked like shit. If they stick with it, a lot of times we've seen that with stables, you know, they get yeah, a Just a little disappointing because once again, yeah. the tag titles don't mean a fucking thing. So the women's tag titles I'm no, talking about, of no. course. I, I, I oftentimes forget who the hell holds them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, number 11 was Natty. I believe that was a surprise because we haven't seen Natty yeah, in a while. We haven't seen her since she got worked over by, uh... Oh, it was Shayna Baszler Shana that took Baszler her out. took her ass Right, that's too. right. And yeah. I believe she went right to Shayna and, you know, <laughs> She gave her a little bit, some receipts, yeah. Yeah, so, um, around here, Dakota Kai eliminates Emma and Bailey eliminates Roxanne Perez. I believe Brooke was eliminated, Dana Brooke, that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was eliminated by damage control. So damage control was, you know, they were doing their thing as they should have. Right. Uh, number two was Candice LeRae. The pixie? I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fucking she's pixie. Johnny Gargano's wife in every sense of the You know, and, and she's a lot more, to be honest with you, she's a lot more tolerable than Johnny G. Like, Johnny Wrestling. Like, she, I can actually Every girl to- in this match is more tolerable oh, than Johnny Gargano. Two, now, that's not fair. But it's true. Tamina, Tamina's more tolerable than Johnny Wrestling. Be nice. Be nice. All right. <laughs> Number 13, Zoe Stark from NXT. That was a surprise. 14. Yeah she's, yeah, she's a super athlete. Um, Kind of green still, but yeah. it has potential. Yep. Definitely has potential. Number 14 was Zia Lee, which I, I feel for this girl, man. They do nothing but fucking clown her, and she's just kind of like another girl. I feel like there's way more there. There's than so much see. there with Zia Lee, man. You're talking about somebody who, for by the way, she is a, she is pretty legitimate, like ass kicker. She looks she's, like a bad. She, yeah, she'll I would she'll 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 her. beat somebody's ass, like, and I mean somebody, not just a woman. Right. Uh, and she, but the thing is, the way that they've been booked and they've teased that like big fun like events that they're gonna put her in, like as far as like just random girls in hoodies. Kicking over the yeah. barrier and and ruining matches. I'm like, all right, Zaylee, yeah, we're finally gonna get they it have going. No where idea what to do. They keep fucking dropping the ball. They keep fumbling it, and they just keep pushing her to the side. I hope another one of those girls. Who I hope that she just sticks with it. They feed her to someone who needs a win. And that's what I don't like. And that's not yeah. That shouldn't be her job. She is an up and come. I, I don't the thing like. Is she never doing. even got a chance to. I like Zaylee. To me, she never really got a chance to. You know. Show what she Not can do. And, yeah. She had her debut, and then like they gave her some anime bullshit, you know, because that's just well, like the most creative that they can do for her a entrance. Girl. Her yeah. entrance took like four minutes yeah. while she was trying to save somebody from getting their ass kicked, which made no sense. <laughs> so that she was kind of dead in the water from you know Correct. dead on arrival. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen was Becky Lynch, the biggest name in the whole match. Yeah, I mean, she goes straight for damage control. I believe she eliminates both Io Sky and Dakota Kai, which I, I kind of saw that coming. Number 16 was Tegan Knox, who, um, be quite honest, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I, again, yeah, and that's just, and we were talking about that as far as someone who, I could create her in about three to four minutes on WWE 2K. And I could probably even randomly, by accident, select her name as well. So, I just... <laughs> So number seventeen, Oscar made her come yes. back, and we get this. this we we gave we damn near had a standing ovation for yeah. Oscar. Yes, hell yeah, and she, she and she got a big pop. She too. had a huge pop, and I believe her music is a little different. It's a little it's kind a little of more different. more darker version of you know. The, right, she removes her I mask and she has like the much you know darker face paint that we known her for in Japan yeah. when she was Kana. But that shit that she name. came out with the mask she came out with was was pretty haunting itself with the horns. Like she is someone, Oscar. Uh, you talk about someone's favorite, like Oscar. I love Oscar. Oscar's. We run out of adjectives. Yes, please. She can do no wrong, <laughs> and this no was wrong. great. It was great to see her. Yeah. She eliminated Tegan Knox. Yep. 
Uh, number 18 was cool. Piper Nevin. Dewdrop got a real name back yes. in Piper Nevin. I like it. Yes, yes. This girl's talented as hell. She's more than just someone that Bianca Belair can hit her finisher yes. on. I like it. That's a Triple H move yeah. if I've ever Piper seen Nevin it. Piper Nevin is someone who, like, again, why well, I had to even say, like, she is someone who can work. Her suplexes are fucking amazing. Like, she 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 bends chicks, man. Like, she'll, she'll yeah. throw you around and she'll take bumps. She moves. Like, Piper, God bless her. I'm so happy that she's back to being who she's supposed to be. Very glad to yeah. see that. Uh, number 19 was Tamina, your girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nineteen was Tamina. Number twenty was uh was Chelsea Green. Yeah. A comeback that lasted all but like a, a few seconds because she was thrown out immediately. Immediately. Um, and I guess this character that she's supposed to portray is like that of a Karen. Because she kind of Karen out when she, you know, when she kind of. Well, she know. got eliminated, I guess. Yeah. But she looked like she was about. She went in there like she was about to mean business. She got rolled up on. And then Rhea Ripley just fucking threw her monkey. Yeah, ass she over she the was the quickest head. elimination. Yeah, and Rhea kind of just looked at her like, "What the fuck, like bitch? Who are you, and why are you even here?" Bye bye. So right after this happens, <laughs> I, I got I got a little ahead of myself, but this is around the time where Becky Lynch actually eliminates both Dakota Kai and Io Sky, mm. but then Bailey eliminates Becky. I believe that yeah, Bailey eliminates Becky, and then Liv Morgan dumps Bailey yeah, over the damn top. Yeah. So that was it. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect Bailey to be done right then and there. And that Becky. Was, and Be and Becky. The two biggest names in the match. <laughs> and then and then Damage Control, man, they've been they've been doing Becky, man. They they've been doing her pretty fucking gnarly, like as far as this beatdowns. And like they it looked like that we were about to get another fucking beatdown. And she it looked like Becky was able to kind of fight her way out yeah. and kind of escape while still kind of like fighting her way out of there so like here's the thing I love like becky. the whole damage control thing and becky like i don't mind this feud because i'm sure becky and bailey could tear it up and i know they always do but again we all know becky's coming out on top damage control once again laying down putting the other person over what's the what's what's the payout yeah you know like they just came back to get together and lose all the big matches that's I just it sucks because here you had someone who was released you brought her back someone who was in NXT you brought her up Bailey comes back from injury you could have something here and they just fed her to Bianca they're feeding them to Becky now they lost like I said they've lost every big match they've had they should have been able to utilize it like get like a heel heel wins but they haven't but I I don't mind the the big names like Becky and Bailey being eliminated this soon because right off the bat. You know that we're gonna have a different winner that we're not used to in the Rumble. Right. It's not gonna be the same old shit because Bailey and Becky have been on top plenty of times. They don't need that. Um, they they don't even need to be in a title match at Mania. So fine. Um, so yeah, all all when Chelsea Green happened, you know when she came in and got out immediately, all that shit happened between Becky and Damage Control. Number twenty one, Zelina Vega. Who I've always said is grossly mis misused, underutilized. Um, what else do we got here? Number 22, Raquel Rodriguez, who is, I guess, kind of a favorite. But let's be honest, I don't <laughs> think anybody took her that serious as far as winning this match. She had a pretty decent show. No, she did. As, like, uh, just being a big, strong lad in there. And she's just kind of throwing those bitches around. Right. Like, you know, they were just, like, they were nothing. <laughs> Number 23 was Meechin. I guess she's back to being Meechin, Meechin and, and not Maya Yim. Maya Okay, good. I mean, All right, whatever. whatever. Pick whatever. a name. She's been Meechin since, like, the Bullet Club reunion. I of. like her. It's yeah. just pick a fucking name. Pick a name. 
so we can, you know, know what to call her. <laughs> 24, Lacey Evans, not a fan. Never will be. That terrible outfit, too. Like, she's like just, she's, I She's corny. She's corny, and, you know, like, she's kind of just, she has that... That uh, that Blue Lives Matter vibe to her, like she just really does. So yeah. I don't really fuck with her that much, and you know, and she has she can kind of kick rocks as far as I'm concerned. Well, here's the thing: like Lacey Evans has, she's naturally unlikable, but not in a good way. I not just, in a good way. Like she doesn't just have like that smug, you know, Triple H just unlikable. Though. She's not the type of person <laughs> where like I enjoy disliking her. I very much dislike disliking her. Yeah. I, I really I really just don't even want to see her. Um like, she just I enjoy disliking Austin Theory. Like I enjoy that. Right. I, it's, I, yeah. I know. Lacey Evans is just, just go away. I enjoy I'm disliking Stephanie. Yeah, exactly. Difference. Big difference. Uh, number 25 was Michelle McCool, who was chilling in the stand. Right behind the announce table and made Having her entrance in there. Having a good time with her kids, you know, looked like she was, a, you know, she came out, jumped over the barrier with her Uggs on, and she got in the ring, and she was doing some things. She was looking good. She hit somebody with the, what's the Styles Clash looking move? That the she, Faith Breaker. Faith Breaker, yeah. It. She hit somebody with the Faith Breaker. You know, she had her little moment. And Where's uh, Undertaker? Undertaker's probably in the back with, with everybody just chilling. He's probably he's probably backstage, just chilling. You know, he's probably just you know in a suite somewhere in the back, and he knew that his wife was going to be out there with the kids and jumping in. I guess back. it would have been kind of strange to see Michelle McCool sitting next to the Undertaker. And she and came in throwing hands too. Like she 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 didn't come in on some Jerry Lawler or some JBL shit. She came right. in and she was a part well, of that fucking Michelle match. McCool's another one <laughs> since they started doing these women rumbles. Every yeah. rumble that she's participated in, she's always had a strong showing. Yeah. I think yeah. in one, I think the first rumble she had the most eliminations. Yep, I think so. She they've did. always kept her strong. I mean, it's Taker's wife. You kind of have to expect that. Yeah. Mrs. Taker is going to be taken care of. Come on now. And on top of that, she did eliminate Tamina. Michelle McCool, that is. So uh, there is that. Number 26 was Indy Hartwell, another NXT entrant. Um, I like her. I like Indy Hartwell. She's cute. No, she's got... She's, she reminds me again like of like Billy Kane, and Peyton Royce combined. Yeah. <laughs> 27, your girl. Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. And she actually... um. Pretty decent yeah, showing, all things considered. She came in, I, and I was really hoping that she would be able to just. She came in like a bat out of hell. She 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 strike a motherfucker. She she'll grapple you. So yeah, I like Sonya. She actually took. Um, I don't know exactly when in this match because she did have a couple different exchanges with Oscar, but apparently she took a kick to the face. Uh, from Oscar that, that um, cut her open. Yeah, we had that above her left yeah. eye. She has a nasty gash, and I I just can't tell when it happened. If it was at the you know the beginning or the end, because she Ooh. did eventually get eliminated by Oscar. But the hair looked like it was just kind of there the whole time. Yeah, and, and you couldn't her. you couldn't really get a good look at her face for most of the rumble, so it was hard to tell. Um, but yeah, so Sonya Deville is in, and they've been kind of like pushing her a little bit with this mini feud that she has on TV with Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. There was no Charlotte Flair at all in this show, let alone this match. And that's just fine. That's all right. I mean, Charlotte just got back. She's a champion. There's no yeah, need to again. expose her. Again, she's a champion again. So. You know. Um, number 28, Shotzi, comes down in her tank. Shotzi, Shitzi, 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 my girl. Shotzi's forever ruined because of that. I, I just can't. Like, y'all ruined her for me because I didn't know that about her. And then, like, y'all just kind of looked at each other and, like, no. you didn't know. I'd rather hear it from us than on your own. <laughs> I like fucking things up like that. Yeah, no, things. yeah. Number, number 29 was Nikki Cross, and she ran to the ring like a bat yeah, in hell. Very controlled run. Out. There was a lot of people all night who, you know, they were trying to run, and then, you know, they had to hit that corner, and they almost either, like, 
biffed it or ran right Wasn't into Dakota the wall. Wasn't Dakota Kai? Dakota Kai was one of them. But the way that Nikki hit that corner, boy, she was controlled. She, she was very she controlled. Practiced that she shit. practiced that. She practiced. Short to. step. Had to. <laughs> um, and then number 30, which is hilarious. Here's the thing. Number 30, Please I was almost go. sure. Go. I was almost sure number 30 was going to be Naomi. You were so sure. Here's the thing, we didn't even get the goddamn countdown because Nia Jax's music fucking plays before the clock even starts. And that's why The Rock's mom was there. Not because we were expecting, you know, anything else. Like, but she that's, was there for Nia. She was there for Nia. And her big and old big beautiful old... ass came walking down the ring. I am a monster. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> those aren't the words and you know it. Okay? Those aren't the words and you know it. No. So, Nia Jackson, her beautiful glory. I love her. It's so nice to see her. And it was funny, too, because she gets in the ring and everybody stops and she's popping that shit. She's cursing. She's calling you bitches ain't shit. Y'all ain't gonna do nothing. She bitch this, bitch that. You know, I like this spot because they all jumped her. They all jumped her. And then she came out. Oh, not oftentimes, not oftentimes, like, it's like the, like the, the monster in the ring, like, when they, w- does that spot look cool, or does it look legitimate? In that case with, with Naya, that looked pretty looked fucking legitimate. And, uh, she and, and she all burst those, out of it, yeah, and, and everyone just went flying, yeah. and then she started not killing people, which yeah. is a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, you know, everybody did, uh, you know, take a chance to try to, you know, I thought, uh, uh, Rhea almost had her up for a back, you know, body slam, and then I think Rhea decided that, like, you know what, my knees, the way that they're set up, like, I don't need that kind of trauma. So right. she just kind of fell down. But I, again, it goes back to even what's what the fucking Dewdrop's old name was Piper Penny, Niven. Piper Niven. See, I gotta get used Penny to Penny Niven. P- Penny, Penny <laughs> Niven. Penny Penny Temple Niven. Pretty long size. Yeah, like she was the best suplexes I've seen in a match were from Piper. Mm-hmm. And the way that Nia was throwing people around, I, those two, I would love to see a match between those two big that can get ugly. BBWs. I would love to see a, a match between those two BBWs, please. No superplexes. <laughs> but, all right, so <laughs> Rhea Ripley attempts to body slam Nia Jax, and that just wasn't going to happen. And she, I don't know if she thought better of it or that was supposed to be a body slam, but it definitely wasn't. <laughs> but she was able to somehow... <laughs> Hit her riptide pump handle slam on on yeah. Nia Jax, which yeah, she pulled that off. She pulled it off. She pulled it off, and it was right after that. I think everybody All threw that Nia Jax. She just like a power clean. She just went up, got her down. Oh, I mean, Rhea's a pretty strong woman. Yeah, that's a strong. Um, it was like soon after that. I think everybody teamed up and got Nia out of there. But you know what? For what it was worth, good showing. Little bit. She didn't have to do too much. She didn't, you know, ruin any careers this time around. And she looked lovely doing it. I don't care what you say. Teach though. Nia Jax, baby, she's back. Teach I was really expecting Naomi. I was. It just. It, it was hilarious to me that they botched the fucking the last entrant of the entire night. And it's. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it who went else to seven. Who else would it be to botch it, other than you know Nia botch Jax? It went to seven seconds, and then they said fuck it. It took the clock off because her music was already playing. Mm. Hilarious. They didn't even get the countdown in the last entrant of the whole night. I, I I got a kick out of that. I thought that was funny. It was funny a forbidden door, we, you know. So like now that we've had sixty people enter Royal Rumbles tonight, like I was, we were promised a forbidden door. Yeah, entry. we didn't really get that. We didn't get that. That's all right. I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> where would you have fit in? AJ where would you fit come in? You know, like AJ Lee. That's very forbidden. That ain't happening. You know that ain't happening. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Um, yeah, apparently it took eleven people to eliminate Nia big Jax. old Nia. So. Um, I'm going to try to remember. Some she of landed on her feet. She did, which was very impressive. Yeah. 
I, I'll give her that. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Montez Ford landed on his feet from his <laughs> elimination. So just think about that. Nia Jackson, Montez Ford both landed on their feet from their eliminations. And, and Gunther couldn't even get over the top rope effectively. Well, Gunther also put in 71 fucking That's minutes. Fair. You know, he has to get some kind of criticism. No, nah, I know. <laughs> but uh, either way, we got... Um, I think Lacey Evans eliminates Zelina Vega, and then she's eliminated by Raquel Rodriguez. Ripley dumps Michelle McCool. I believe Meechan and Shotzi get eliminated somehow. I'm sure they did because they didn't fucking win. Oh, Piper Niven threw them out. (laughs) Then Raquel Rodriguez, Piper Niven go at it. They somehow get eliminated. I don't remember all these fucking eliminations. Two Royal Rumbles. This was a long-ass fucking pay-per-view for five matches. Yeah, ever. All right? This show fucking went into 1230... Eastern time, yeah. It was fucking... It was late, bro. For five matches. What yeah. the fuck? It comes down... The final four, I believe it was Asuka, Sonya Deville, Liv, and Rhea, right? And then it came down to the three after Asuka got rid of Sonya. And the, when it came down to these three chicks, it was it was a lot of fun. Where They had all three of them on the ring apron. Very risky stuff. Yeah. All right. Asuka um, was hitting hard the whole fucking match. Just yeah. chopping, kicking the shit out of people. And Asuka goes to miss Rhea. Rhea ducks. It gets in uh, Liv Morgan's face. Rhea jumps back in the ring, kicks Asuka off the apron, eliminates her. It's down to Liv and Rhea. Lancing, Number one and two. Lancing blow, you know, that got my girl Asuka out of there. You know, but what followed next really made up for that. Lancing right. Blow. So, you know, Rhea and Liv also fighting on the apron still. I think Liv Morgan, what did she do to Rhea that almost had her over, that, that almost sent her to the floor? Like, she stunned her somehow, and Rhea had to hang on for dear life from that, t- from that top rope. Her feet... Are literally like a fucking inch from kissing the floor. Man, I forget, but like it, it feels like she was like she went she, when she had the mist. Um, maybe she gave her a knee or something like that. And then I can't, she, I don't I can't know, remember. She, she was just kind of. I don't forget. I don't fucking remember. It's a long night. It's a long night. I, th- I think I dozed off at that point. But, but Rhea's hanging on with both hands at the top rope, and Liv is still selling that she's blind. Yeah, which is a great job. Rhea Ripley basically with her legs takes Liv Morgan's head. Head scissors her to the ground, wins the Royal Rumble because they both went over the top rope at the same time, but Rhea's feet never hit. Liv Morgans does. Rhea Ripley is your Royal Rumble winner for the women this year. And she is the fourth person to go the entire distance. She went 61 minutes and three seconds. And I guess Liv Morgan went 61 minutes and two. (laughs) Participation award, baby. Mm-mm. But yeah, man, um, this was a much better women's rumble than last year. I'm gonna give this a high. I absolutely give this a high. This I a mean, high. this was immediately better than the women's Royal Rumble from last year, in I every mean, way, in every single way. Winner, I mean, and it seemed like it was booking. I think like the biggest part that was so shitty about last year's Royal Rumble is that everything was it just was moving slow as far as like the moves, like the eliminations. They just seemed so uncertain about what the fuck they were doing. Meanwhile, this year, everybody, like, Rhea Ripley, like, that girl's core, that she is strong, man. Like, she's, not only is she strong, she's athletic as fuck. So, like, she's able to do, she's able to do all of the things in a wrestling ring. And, like, she's, and she answered, you know, the critics for me because, like, I, you know, I didn't know where her cardio was going to be at. You know, she had, you know, the adversity with, you know, the heart condition and all that stuff. So, the fact that she was able to go from number one and, again, like, how... Gunther was doing, not just coasting and bullshitting in the ring on some hiding, and you know, shit, like yeah. Road Dog or, or Ric Flair just hide, like laying on the floor. You know, she Flair didn't hide. Come on, Flair. Flair all right, Flair didn't necessarily it's hide. The greatest damn Rumble victory of all time. Uh-huh. You know that. 
Flair was laying. But down. Road Dog, I definitely yeah. know what you mean. Road Dog, those. Like I remember just seeing Flair clinging onto yeah. the bottom oh, yeah. row. Fuck Road Dog. <laughs> it was great heel shit. But great I heel shit. Was, what an asshole. What an asshole for that. Pussy. But yeah, I hated him for that. That's not that what. That's not what Miss Rhea Ripley did. She right. fought, she was beating bitches asses all night, and she was eliminating. So she might get it's performance. Right she got yeah. She gets performance of the night, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. Okay, I ain't mad at that. If I was Dana White. You know, first of all, I wouldn't be slapping my wife, but then, like, second, like, I would make sure that she gets, like, a performance bonus. So. Wow. Man, I can't make no promises. Rhea promise. Ripley, man. Rhea Ripley. <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping that, you know, the champion she faces at Mania is going to be Bianca. That will be That's a match such time. a clash of the titans. Right. Of That's two a, of the baddest women on in, if in, there was, in wrestling. If there was ever a heavyweight bout for yeah, the women. For the women. Boom. This is it. That would be great. Sign me the fuck up. And you know what? Rhea can win that. I ain't mad that Bianca, you know, lose, drops the title to her. I ain't mad at that. What do we do with uh, with your girl Nia going for it now? Who does she be? Who like she got eliminated by everybody? Who's she gonna? Who's her first beef with? Who do who do we see her fight with on Monday? I like to see her fight with me. Shit, I ain't gonna put up that much of a you know, fight. I know you wouldn't. You just let her just suffocate you to death. That's I don't okay. hit. I don't hit women. Death. Yeah, that's okay. You know, that's all right. I'm so glad to see Nia Jax back. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I get, right. see, I get to see my girl every week on TV. Hopefully she doesn't, you know, kill half the roster yeah, while she's yeah, out just, there. Just, just be safe. You not know? saying she's a great wrestler. I'm just I mean, saying she's nice to look at. I, I like my girls I mean, big and thick. Yeah. Sorry. BBW. I'm a fan. So this, all right, so this was, I thought was going to bring us to our main event. And this is the biggest low of the entire fucking night. Uh, performance from Hardy. Got a double low for this one, for sure. In the words of Mikey Bravo, like, the double low has to be a thing here because that was, first of all, they snuck it in. They really snuck it in. It's like, like, nobody would fucking notice. And I didn't really appreciate that. I feel like they may have told us about this, like, weeks ago. And we just, like, you know, naturally ignored it. And here it was, Hardy. getting in the way of our fucking Not the Hardy event. we know. No, it's as if Matt and Jeff, it's like Vince took their first names away. <laughs> got Hardy, I damn it. it. You got Butch. Butch Hardy, damn it! <laughs> Fucking, I never heard of this guy. <laughs> and he uh, performed in the goddamn ring and wasted another five or so minutes. Yeah, like, motherfuckers. At this point, it was like fucking. 11.45-ish, I want to say, and it's like, this is a long show for five fucking matches. Holy God. So yeah, double low for the performance that no one asked for, nor wanted. Nor will clamor or talk about. Uh, yeah. Um... So the main event, finally, 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 Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens. Roman's coming down with Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn. This is why Sami Zayn was left out of the out of the Royal Rumble, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. Again, I'm, you know, not to spoil anything, but, you know, it was kind of told all throughout the week that The Rock wasn't coming. So, spoiler alert, there ain't no fucking Rock, and if this is the only way you're finding out about the Royal no. Rumble. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, they make their entrances. They get the championship um, introductions. I love that Samantha Irvin. That fucking ricochet is a lucky prick. They're just swirling shit together and love each other the way that, you know, couples aspire to do while swirling in a big pile of shit. Could have dealt without the first and last part of that, which is happened to be the same part of that whole sentence. So, yeah, Reigns and Roman. Reigns and Roman. Jesus fucking Go God. Reigns and Owens. Reigns and Owens is what I meant to say. <laughs> they have their third match in their in Royal Rumble history. They talk about a trilogy. They've had two other matches in the Royal Rumble. 2017, KO defended and retained the Universal title against, K, uh, against Roman Reigns. And then two years ago was the very beginning of this whole Roman Reigns run when he uh, 
defeated Kevin Owens in a last man standing match due to Paul Heyman's help with uh, a pair of handcuffs. So, third match, rubber match, too. Mm. KO and Roman. Hell of a match. Great story told. Sami Zayn is on the outside watching all this. And Michael Cole is hitting nail in the head throughout commentary. Because, you know, Corey Graves and Pat McAfee are acting like Sami has nothing to worry about. Michael Cole's like, look, guys, Sami Zayn is an honorary oose. He's not a part of the bloodline yet. And I, and I like how Michael Cole is just stressing that. Like, look, like... He's done all this, and he's still not in the bloodline. Like, what does that tell you? He ain't in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. All right? So I like how they're, you know, already just kind of foreshadowing. Like, stop saying he's in the bloodline. He's not. One thing leads to another in this match. A lot of great near falls. A lot of great action. Roman Reigns, I think, hits a spear on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens kicks out. I believe he kicks out of two spears. Um, I called... Both spears were <clears throat> were just, like, turning inside out. Right. Spears. The second spear... Um, and this is why Kevin Owens is such a damn pro. Um, it came right after um, a botched moonsault. Now, Kevin Owens has hit this moonsault. It's like, you know, he's on the second rope. He jumps onto the top and then does a moonsault all in one fucking one motion. And he usually hits this move. He doesn't bring it out that often. But when he does, he usually hits it and the guy moves There's out The degree of, the of difficulty for that move... Considering everything that's been going on all day today, you know, with the or you know, with the rumble, with all those, or just it's slick. I mean, who knows what the it's a hard move to it's a, without without the, the the variables in play, right? Doing that move in that spot right there, but the way that they were able, kind of, you know, yeah, like Kevin said, Owens, he slipped right off yep, the top, rolled bro. into it, continued on. Hit a senton. Hit a senton. Went to go do another moonsault. Missed it. But, you know, we and all kind of know what happened. And then Roman came yeah. and hit a hit hellacious, hellacious spear, spear. for that, another near fall. Yeah, and we thought that was probably going to be it. But, I mean, Roman, it just was very aggressive. It was a very back-and-forth match. Right. I mean, Kevin Owens is, is, is gotten – he was not impressed with Roman Reigns. You could just no. say he wanted, he wanted to stick it to him. Like, and they, they were – Hard-hitting shots oh, these yeah. fucking guys were doing. And, and I called in the match. I'm like, there's going to be a ref bump because Sami Zayn's already out here and he has to get involved somehow. Yeah. So I knew there was going to be a ref bump. And I believe KO attempted a stunner and Roman threw him right into the ref. So like, here it is. So Roman tells Sami while Kevin Owens is down, I believe, you know, Roman hit him with a dick shot, put Kevin Owens down yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Roman goes and tells Sami, he's get like, the- get me a chair. Get the fucking chair. Like, I was there, man. Like, what are you doing? Get the chair. And Sammy's like, what you told me to do nothing. And he says, get the chair. I told you chair. to get the chair. Why so, is he talking back? At this point, I was getting mad. Like, I was like, you know, we, you fucking get the chair. What do you mean? Get the fucking chair. So Sammy Fuck. gets the chair. He kind of hesitates. <laughs> he gives it to Roman, almost kind of begrudgingly. And Paul gets, Heyman's looking at him like, what the what's fuck is the matter with you? Right. So all while this is going on, Kevin Owens is recouping. Roman Reigns gets a chair but turns right into a stunner. But the ref is still out. Oh, no, no. The ref isn't out. I thought the ref was out. But fucking Owens hits a stunner, clean stunner. Roman sells it great. The referee just comes back to life. (laughs) At least I think it was the camera angle because the referee was... was He was around. He was already... He was probably around. The camera angle that they shot it from. The way you reacted, I was like, why are you fucking... The ref just came out of the left side of the shot like he just you know, respawned and was counting the one, two, three. And I was like, what the fuck? Where I thought this ref was out. Two and a cut hair because Roman barely gets the left shoulder up. And I thought, I was like, holy shit. That was was a little close. I need to relax. That was a little close. So shortly after that, I believe Kevin Owens, I think he eats another spear and then 
They go to the outside. Ooh. Roman Reigns spears him through the barricade, which looked brutal. Yeah. And All then the, the two most uncomfortable spots of the entire the night. Whole fucking thing. Roman Reigns gets Kevin Owens by the steel steps, and this is right in front of Sammy. Yeah. So Sammy's watching this, like, almost like in horror, like, yeah, this is a little much. Kevin Owens takes a spot that I don't think anybody should be taking, not even fucking a prime Mick Foley. I, don't, I haven't seen anyone take this spot before. Have you seen someone take no. this spot before? So Roman takes Kevin Owens by the head and just throws him back in, and back his head first into the steel steps. Like, the back of his head snapped against the, the edge of that, and he immediately grabbed... Um, and then when he he was laying there, and then he when he did it the second time, the, the second, second one was worse. fucking gnarlier than the first. The second one was the, definitely. You, I, I was specifically because we watched it a couple times. I was specifically watching the back of his head hit the corner, and it's like you do. They, you, there's no faking that. There's no. There's no. I don't know where that came from, but like Roman, the way that Kevin Owens reacted, he was just on grabbing the back of his head, and they went back in that ring. I'm I'm like, when did the when did Go ahead. What happened? So after it was soon after this because after you take shots like that, yeah. you get you get the back of your head driven into the fucking you know thrown into the damn steel steps like on the steps. And again, the second one looked worse than the first. <laughs> you don't have to do much after no. that. I think it was one more spear yeah. and it finally put Kevin Owens out. That was it. And that was it. That was and it. even Cole used that word. Mercifully, this is over. So Roman Reigns gets the defiant win, or the, the definitive win, I should say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they show some replays. They get back to the ring and the bloodline's there. You got Solo and the Usos and Sammy and Paul and Roman. Kevin Owens is laid out in the ground and looks like Jey Uso is about to crown Sammy as a, as a true member of the bloodline by giving him one of those, what do you call it, a fucking... Uh, the... What do you call it, the lay or the something? Lo- the... I don't know what it's called. The thing that looks like fucking red rose petals. Dale. Okay. Dale. A Dale. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. D-A-O. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully no one from the bloodline hears this and <laughs> finds it disrespectful. I have no idea how to say that. But either way, <laughs> they try to put that on Sami Zayn, Jay Uso. Roman says, yeah, not quite yet. They're not done kicking Kevin Owens' ass. So the Usos start laying into Kevin, hit him with a one and done, which is a 3D. Yeah. Um, Solo gets in on it. Glad then that it's been rehashed, by the way. I'm glad that love it. back. Love it. Um, Paul Heyman pulls out two sets of handcuffs. So they... they uh, like, Paul Heyman has such dirty hands in this beating, too. Like, oh, and that's the thing. He's so implicated. Like, he he's the one who, first of all, tried to, like, get him, like... Ran over. Ran over initially. A couple years ago. You know, or a couple of years ago, even. Shit, you're going even yeah. further back. Good God. He also did cost Kevin Owens that last man standing match by handcuffing him to begin with. Yeah. So a call back to the handcuffs. I like it. So they handcuff. Six. They use both handcuffs on Kevin Owens. They yeah. handcuff him to the fucking top rope. And the Usos are teeing off on this poor guy's Shawn face. Shawn Michael kicks. <laughs> with one super kick after another. And they, they were are all sweet all... musics, dude. They were all flush as fuck. Wow. Oh, my God. Holy shit. He took this, at least seven of these. You could tell, like, only twins could do things in unison like that. Like, the, the way that they, they did two in unisons, like, back to back. It's... And all of them landed. You're just seeing, like, Kevin's, like, trying to turn... Like, each one landing. Yeah, Kevin Owens is not necessarily, like, protecting himself. No, well, he can't. He's he fucking can't. handcuffed. He's fucking hand- but he's eating these fucking super kicks. And then Roman, he grabs the chair... And he's about to finish Kevin Owens yeah, off. He's defenseless. Yeah. And Sami Zayn can't take it anymore. And he steps in front. That's and the it. crowd pops huge. <sighs> That's it. That's it. You've won. There's nothing else. This is beneath you. This is beneath you, Roman. 
So what does Roman do? He hands Sami Zayn the chair. He says, "You know what? I shouldn't do that it. Long, you do it." I was that was such a nerve wracking moment because I, I I Roman's like so unpredictable. It's like as far as his temperament because you don't know if he's just gonna start flashing and be like, "Take the fucking chair." Um, well, like, did you hear what he was saying to Sammy when he was trying to get him to take the chair? He's like, "Look, you want You're too far into yeah. this. You take this chair now." He's yeah. like. You, it's either that, this or you can go, go back, back to doing that jackass shit from before. Loved it. Yeah, that was loved brilliant. it. Yeah. Loved it because Beautiful. now you're fucking chopping him down. Like, yeah. look, you weren't shit, you before, weren't shit us. before us. Go back to fucking losing to Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> awesome. How he said, you can go back to that jackass yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. You can hear it clear as day. Loved yeah. it. So, Sammy has the chair and he's still. He's obviously torn. He doesn't want to do this. So Roman, I think. I think it was Paul Heyman that noticed that Sammy starts crying. And Roman is beside himself. Yeah. You crying? You hear Paul Heyman in the background. There's no crying in the bloodline. <laughs> and Roman starts mushing Sammy's face. Mushing. Yeah. And mushing. Sammy got in Roman's yeah, face they, for a split forehead, second. Forehead, forehead, and then he kind of is like, he's yeah. like, all right. So he's about to hit Kevin Owens, or so we think. And Roman has his back turned to Sammy, and deja vu happens to Roman Reigns. Like Sammy Zayn. Deja vu all over again. Sammy Zayn. Clocks Roman Reigns in the back right with the, the chair back. to an enormous fucking pop. Roman falls. The look on Jay Uso's face. Because he is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So many different emotions from so many different guys in that ring. I loved it. Roman, the look on his Bro, face while he's down. Like he it's like... like a- he, he had his... The thing is, like, when he was on his way down, he, he looked like fuck again. But then, like, when he was sitting there after, like, when, when they kind of started getting on him... Almost destroyed. He was just distraught. His hands were over... Like, he was sitting there like a fucking kid. Like, with his hands over his eyes. I'm going to touch on that in a little bit because <laughs> I definitely want to dive into that. Yeah. Um, but Sammy is taking an ass whooping from Solo. He gets a Samoan spike. Jimmy is pissed. He's yeah, fucking... Jimmy's just, just... Laying into him. And Jay is in the corner... Yeah. Just like Solo not doing headbutts and yelling, just the yelling. It was just so much going on in this fucking beatdown. And one of the best beatdowns I've ever like seen. Like you before. said, Good Roman, God. he's sitting there with his hands on his fucking face, and it's like he, it's like PTSD. Yeah, this I is how that, yeah, Seth turned on him from the shield. Yeah, it looked and like it was the same exact the way. It was two. His back was towards him. He landed the same way, and it's Roman. Roman, his character is going to have serious trust Trauma. issues. Yeah, he's not going to trust anyone. Because it already happened to him in the yeah. beginning with Seth Rollins. And we already know from last year's Rumble that still gets, to, gets him, to him, his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he trusted Sammy, an outsider of the family. Yeah. And that's what he fucking did to him. And you see Sammy while while Solo and Jimmy are fucking laying waste to Sammy. Roman is yelling, I gave you everything. Yeah. I gave you everything. <laughs> and then they realize that Jay Uso is not no, joining yeah. in. And then the crowd yeah. is chanting, Jay, Jay, Jay. Jay Uso, like Roman steps to him. And you hear Jimmy's like, yo, where are your brothers? Not him. Yeah. Jay leaves the damn ring. He just rolls under the ring. Yeah, just dips. And here's the thing with that. Tears here's, in his eyes. Right. And here's the thing with this, because there's so much to unpack here. Yeah. Jay Uso, when all this shit started with the bloodline, it was really just Paul Heyman, Roman, and, and Jay. Yeah. After yeah. Jay fell in line, after losing yeah. Hell in a Cell match. It was after, those three. Yeah. That's what he got for fucking stepping up to the yeah. tribal chief. And he's been, you know, following his lead ever since. He fell in line. Yeah. So you see Sami Zayn come in here. He gets accepted. He puts his shit on the line. He puts himself on the line yeah. for the bloodline. Yeah. He stands up to Roman Reigns. Yeah. That resonated with Jay because he something knew that Sammy. He, something that he, he once did and he, he, tried, he, he tried to and then he, you know, he had to And he's torn because he hated Sammy going into yeah. all this. War games, Sammy proved to at least Jay yeah. that he was 
was and that cool. wasn't fake love from Jay, apparently. Cause right. Like, I mean, that was, like, that's what we were kind of, it was like, you know, Jay all of a sudden, at, after War Games, was the one who was so enthused and so happy that Sammy turned out to be, like, the, the fucking saving grace. Jimmy more so, in, like, he's like, oh, you know, I knew it all along. Like, yeah. they're just kind of casual about it. Couldn't with, trust Jimmy. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't trust Jimmy is like more so like he's a snake. Yeah, he's a snake. He's yeah, a snake. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's that guy. He he's that. he's smiling in the background. Jay's the real. But one. He's one of those motherfuckers putting boots to your fucking head when yep. when it comes time to do. Jay's so. the real one, and that's how I love yeah. how they did that. <laughs> I I am so intrigued to see where the hell they go with Jay Uso because he left Monday, while they they we weren't. Monday? Here's what the thing: this? Jay Uso left. They weren't done whooping Sammy's no. ass. Roman took it, it the chair. Like, and a whole other like fucking six seven minutes six minutes or so of another beat down he had he hit him with at least like 10 chair shots while he was on the ground all while kevin owens is helpless yeah. and he's starting to come to you can see kevin is starting to come to watching and is being helpless but like these weren't like labored chair shots these weren't shots that like oh i'm just giving it to my my mate at a live event this is taking this was every single this was probably the hardest that roman reigns could swing a chair and he was hitting the fuck out, just yelling, and then... The, <laughs> he grabs Sammy by the shirt and rips the shirt off him while he's that, on the damn ground. Just manhandled. That that kind of... One of our friends here was like, that kind of level of being manhandled is just... It, it hit different. And the way that his body was just like, just get that fucking shirt off. Yeah. And, and then, then as, he fucking started ripping the little pieces. Yep. And then J- Jimmy, just for one good measure, just stuck it to fucking Kevin again. Just to, and he was On the way out, out of the ring. On his way yeah. out of the ring. Holy God. And Royal Rumble, you know, it goes off the air with, you know, what's left of the bloodline, oh I guess. God. In what's the aisleway, looking at what they just did yeah. to Sammy and Kevin. And it, it was a mess. And he took the Lao or the Dow or whatever. And he, like, was just kind of just unraveling it. On Sammy. On Sammy. One by one. Each of those things just told a story. He And, and, and Roman really reveled in that moment. He just, he oh, fucking yeah. soaked in every minute of it. Because he knew that this payoff was huge. And we didn't expect it like, th- like this. We didn't expect Sammy to be the one with the fucking gun. And then for him to like point it at Roman and then shoot him in the back, not yeah, killing. Yeah, I know. It's... We expected like something like just them to just like almost like remember how they jumped Ahmed Johnson in the Nation of Domination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like how they did this. Right. I remember this that. Was great. I do. But this was great. This was so yeah, much better. Yeah. This everybody in this damn you know involved in this deserves an Oscar. This was great. Holy shit, this was amazing. The match itself obviously gets a high the story. The standing ovation for the bloodline. Good man. lord. What a match. <laughs> what a fucking match. What a story. And it's, wow. And this is this just, again, confirms what I've been saying. Sami Zayn is most likely going to be challenging Roman in Elimination Chamber. It is coming from Montreal. That's his hometown. Imagine how jacked that crowd is going to be. It's going to feel like CM Punk in Chicago against Cena and Money in the Bank. I'm telling you right Montreal, now. Montreal, Quebec. That's where he's from. That's his, that's, so, his, that's it. Yeah. He, that's his uh, wrestling town. Too. Everybody that has been, you know, wanting I want Sammy at Mania, you're going to get it in Elimination Chamber in Montreal, and I think it's going to be better because Sammy's going to have his entire fucking backyard behind him. Okay? He's going to take one of those titles. What if one of the titles is on? You're gonna take one of those titles. Right? I don't think he is. I don't think Sammy's the one to beat Roman. I think yeah, it's gonna and, be. Kobe. And that's why he's gonna take one of those titles because he's not supposed. To, it wasn't supposed to be him. We'll see. I wouldn't be mad at he's it. He's the chosen one. I wouldn't be mad at it. He's killing it. Sammy Zayn is white hot right now, and and you know what? 
great call leaving leaving him out of the rumble. Let Cody have his moment. Mm-hmm. Don't turn. Don't force the fans to fucking choose because yeah. they'll probably choose uh, Sammy they'll, at this they'll point. They'll choose Sammy. They will. As great as Cody is now, they're gonna choose Sammy because Sammy's fresh in the mind. And how do you not do love it. Sammy? Yeah. Sammy? You know, um, as a, as a whole, out of ten, what do you give this match? What do you give this whole card? This, this whole card, well, the, this match, this match alone was, a, I give it a double high for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that kind of like salvaged any shortcomings that we had with the pitch black and then the you know title the women's match, title match, the shitty performance, yeah, uh, um, Hardy, yeah. I think uh, you know the women's Royal Rumble was a high. Um, the men's Royal Rumble was what did we give that? We gave we that, gave a, that a high. we gave Absolutely. that a high. Yeah. Um, I think out of ten, man, I'd go a good eight point six. I go a good eight point, you know. I, you know what? Eight point eight. Granted, this show was very long for five matches. For the fucking duration, I'm, I can't give it a nine, man. Because right. like otherwise, like I really feel like and the moments in like the 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 theater of it all was was amazing. Like that beat down, like Sammy really, like God, oh my God, like everything that came in fruition, it could easily oh, yeah. be a nine. But the fact that we got out of there at fucking 1230 and then they snuck in that fucking concert, yeah. they, you know, they and can get an eight point. Everything that was uncle Howdy related was everything. Not that uncle great. Howdy related, you know, but again, is the is. matches that needed to really hit both rumbles needed to be way better than last year. The main event. I, I don't think anybody expected less than what we saw. Cause we all, I mean, as great as the story has been going, this is an all time storyline in WWE. Yeah. This is up there with the mega powers exploding. This is up there with, Flair and we're Savage. We're gonna look back at this. We're gonna look back at this night and we're or and and what yeah. happened and they're gonna show it's like just Sami Zayn like getting just like just fucking his shirt ripped off of his body like that. Yeah. That's gonna be something because we we've never seen anything like that. We've never seen anyone. We've never seen those fucking Ricochet and and Logan Paul jump and meet each other at the same exact moment in in the middle of the ring. Still like there there are things that we've seen at that Royal Rumble that we never seen before. Yeah. Like we seen like a we have seen like a, a hellacious battle when all 30 competitors have entered a Royal Rumble match and then those two motherfuckers are going at it, which we did see Liv Morgan I think like she really kind of, you know, like she's kind of she's a, you know, she's airy whatever, she's her, but like I think that her commitment and the way, how much she loves this shit and how much she fucking wants to, how she, she's gonna be fine. I think she's gonna, yeah. you know, Asuka is is as good as she was. Like having her back, I just hope that this leads to better booking for some of these people who have had to really just. I feel like the Royal Rumble yeah. was a good, you know, launching Playground. pad for some people right now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see where Oscar goes. Even Nia Jax, I'm always interested to see where she goes. But I wonder okay. how they're right. gonna book her. You know, she, but you know, she's at, she's at the restaurant. She's at Applebee's right now, probably ordering fucking right. you know pork chops or something. Hold like, her up, hold her up. <laughs> no need to save me, so yeah. Um, you go near her table. Like, she has a bib on already. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, I mean, and we also saw a pitch black match. We've never seen that pitch before. Black, yeah. Hopefully we never see it. Mountain again. Dew presents pitch yeah. black. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? I think eight out of 10 is solid. I, I, it would have gotten higher if not even for the Bray Wyatt shit. Again, I could forgive all that. I mean, bad is bad, whatever, but I could forgive all that if the show was short. There was no, speaking of bad, there was no bad bunny. Um, I expected to see bad bunny. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think that we did a good job as far as just being able to, you know, get through the whole Royal Rumble, you know, because it was a long one. So, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's all. My only <laughs> biggest complaint, the, the show for five matches went way too yeah, long. So. Otherwise, th- this is way better. A huge upgrade from last year's Rumble. 
Um, yeah, can't really complain. A lot of things what that we're show. leading into, yeah, just to kind of, you know, lastly just kind of say is that leading in the Raw, leading in the SmackDown, there's so fucking many answers. Like, I mean, what is even, what's going to open Raw on Monday? Like, I would think maybe Cody. Cody comes out, talks about his, his victory. Does anybody come out? Who, who comes out? Who do we... <sighs> This, do we find out about like who he wants to fucking challenge for the? Is it? Well, what do we do? What do we do? So, I don't know. There's only do. one world champion, so it's gotta be it fucking Roman. Roman. Yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Hey, we don't have the that option. I'm yeah. jumping ahead. So we I mean, we don't so even many. know if we're how many bloodline members we're gonna see on Monday, but we're gonna maybe we'll see Logan Paul. I don't know. Mm. A lot of questions, but I can't questions. wait to see, man. Um, can't wait. This was a lot of fun. We're going to have to bring you back home. Maybe for Elimination Chamber. I'll be down, man. Maybe for Elimination yeah, whenever, Chamber. Whenever Chamber's looking down. like... If, if Sammy and Roman is going to be the main event, which is what I'm calling, I don't really care. Elimination Chamber's in Montreal? Yeah. No shit. In February. Okay. So, I honestly, I don't even care what the rest of the card is. If that's the main event, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. So, uh... You ain't gonna see Sammy for a few weeks after that beatdown. Maybe, maybe he sells the beatdown, <laughs> which I wouldn't mind also, because you don't <laughs> see that shit anymore. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we need a good... No one sells beatdown. Yeah. You know who's the last person to sell a beatdown like that? Paul fucking Heyman. Paul Heyman, yeah, we got F5 through the right. fucking table. We didn't see him for a whole month. Right. He was getting carried out. Right. Man. Paul Heyman sells yeah, better than God most of the fucking current wrestlers these Amazing. days. Imagine that. Imagine that. Guy's only been around forever. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Paul E. Dangerous. But yeah, guys, that's our episode. That's our Royal Rumble High and Low. Uh, next time, hoping to get Mikey Bravo back. Hopefully he'll be feeling a little better. So, you know, wish him the best. I'm sure he'll uh, enjoy this episode. He definitely enjoyed the Royal Rumble. And I'm sure he'll give his thoughts the next episode and, uh, you know, see what he was thinking. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't really be too far off from what we say. But, uh, but yeah, man, want to thank you for coming again. Thanks for having me, man. This is I love doing this. Of uh, you know, I was I was waiting for the Royal Rumble for this exact reason. You know, this is a great you know platform to kind of just throw out ideas that have clearly been heard by somebody because a lot of the things that have been pitched on this podcast have come to fruition. So I would yes. like to think someone's fucking listening. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously, a lot of our ideas have come you know to life. So, yeah, so somebody's getting it back. So. No, 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 maybe it's a coincidence. What do I know? But yeah, um, definitely look back, uh, looking forward to bringing him back, bringing you back on uh, Elimination Chamber for our high and low for that. Yeet. So definitely look uh, look forward for that. We are planning on still dropping our bleh, our Raw 30 episode, which it's been delayed. Uh, like I said, besides Mike, you know, uh, being under the weather, I got a lot of shit going on myself. We're going to get there, you know, we're going to get there. I definitely wanted to do the Raw 30 episode because that's got a couple lists and I was planning on doing a watch along for that too. So it's just going to be, you know, come out a little later than I had hoped. But it is what it is, man. It's life. So uh, we do what we can. But uh, really appreciate that. Really appreciate you coming through, filling in for Mike. Got that Nia Jax is all up in his in his beard right now. You yeah, got man. that Nia Jax on him. Well, hopefully, so you know, for hopefully for our Elimination Chamber, we can get the three man booth, three to hard way, as I like to call it. Mm. <laughs> you know, put the band back together. Mm. But until then, for Anthony, it's Lex James. We'll see you next time. <laughs>